Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Adam Has a Beard. Adam Has a Beard is produced and distributed by Public Access America. Adam Has a Beard is sponsored by BohoSoul.com, Trail Skate Shop, and, of course, the TheRefinedMan.Club. Thank you for tuning in. We have a great episode coming up as soon as our hosts get here. We are just waiting, and I am just talking to get my microphone volumes in check. Check, check. How does it sound? Why not? Uh, firearm safety. Just firearms training is, is key. You no know, guns are an excellent tool. If you are required to fill out that 10-day form or your background check, you should also be required to attend a class. Of course, so you can obtain that firearm and take that firearm home with you. But we're going to follow these rules. My shout-out to you this week is to Jason. Well, this story just got off. My shout-outs to Ed. Like I said to Jason, I just took a huge... It's going down, I missed you guys. Adam Has a Beard is sponsored by Trail Boards and BohoSoul.com. I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, we all know it's not right. We all, we all want... We all want change. We've been reacting rather than responding. We can say this, we can't say that. You can do this. Whoa, you better slow down, you cannot. We're not going to stand for this frustrating, endless story. Because we hold a lot of fear around speaking our truths. Everybody, everybody should know that they can find The Refined Man at therefinedman.club or on Instagram at therefinedmanbarbershop. Never get it wrong, man. Never get it wrong. This is the law that you chose to uphold. You need to uphold this law. Um, I really want to. I really want to talk about that. Yeah, that guy's, you know, James Naswood. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you back, dude. Don't forget that, man. Know that too. All right, we're recording. I want to give a special shout out, of course, to Lexi. Congratulations on the baby. Nicole, how you doing? I love that. I want to give a shout out to Rose, of course, one of my great friends who brought up. Uh, she's a member of the team. I call her. Although she's on hiatus right now, it's kind of cool. She brought us the incel idea, and we're going to be working on that at Public Access America. We have tons of stuff we're working on at Public Access America. As long as the hosts aren't here yet, I might as well use the time to tell you, we just started a brand new podcast, Public Access America, in association with Ryan Main Productions, came up with the Denton County Collective. The Denton County Collective is similar to Adam as a beard. We're just going to bring up topics and address topics on a local level and find out what's going on in Texas. So that's exciting. Tune into that and tune into Adam has a beard, of course, where we are just having a fine old time talking about Washington and how it relates to the nation. And finally, Public Access America is going to bring all of those ideas to a national forefront in our episodes. We're going to be teasing you with an upcoming episode from the new format for Public Access America. To all you Public Access America fans, I'm really sorry. We've been on hiatus. I've been trying to build teams in states where it will matter, where the conversations are important to have and the rhetoric is out of control. Thank you for listening. I want you to know you can find Public Access America. You can find the Denton County Collective. You can find Adam Has a Beard and the Unsigned County down all on SoundCloud. Please go there and go ahead and comment on the episode if if you have a comment. This is about interaction and we're happy that you are a part of it. Don't forget to visit bohosoul.com, Treo Skate Shop, and the RefinedMan.club. Let's get to it. We're recording. Hey, Adam. Welcome to Adam as a Beard. Dude. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Some heavy good. news, bro. You know, I what mean, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, uh, Washington State employees are now uh, being furloughed, which, mm. you know, uh, apparently it's happened back, uh, I don't know, 2013, 2012, or someplace, sometime like that anyway. And now it's happening again. And what my, what I don't really understand is why wouldn't government officials, knowing that there's going to be some kind of a lockdown or a shutdown or something of this magnitude, why wouldn't they have had an emergency plan set up in place already to not only prepare the employees of the state or the public, but to prepare the financial backlash, you know? Mm. And it's interesting that, you know, all of a sudden we got, we got to suffer for it. You know, we're taking, for example, I have to take one day off a week, you know, that's, that's a chunk of change out of my pocket. That's not a chunk yeah. of change out of my family's pocket. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. that by no means are we going to starve, but I mean, damn, dude, that's a lot. That's a chunk of change, bro. I agree. You know, and I think that, that, that this misplanning, this, it's a, it's a travesty, honestly, because this is, I'm just one person. Imagine all of us, you know what I mean? We mm. have a lot of, you know, a lot of people in uh, Department of Transportation, uh, DSHS, L&I, um, ESD seems, or Employment Security seems to be the only uh, division that's not because they're so backlogged, mm. you know? And now they're going to even be backlogged even more with the whole situation of, uh, you know, unemployment. But I just don't understand why there wasn't a plan, you know? It seems like on every level, nobody's planning anything anymore you know yeah. there used to be there used to be just like groups of scientists that churned out stuff like what if this happened what if this happened and it seems like it doesn't seem like there's any of that anymore exactly it doesn't seem like any economists exist anymore right. you know financial right. planning. well any 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 forethought any anything that goes to our to the future next month next year yeah. It's like they're they're so concerned about elections every time, about getting reelected. They're that they're forgetting that that's not their job. Their job is to govern, and it's like they're just coming into work and going, "What happened today? Pothole? Fuck!" You know. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of improving the road, so there is no potholes. You know. Exactly. You know. I mean, we always have a plan. So I mean, our division always has something, some kind of something in place. Like we have this job to do but these one two and three just in case and in case those one two and three are done and another emergency happens and we have to pull off of this emergency to pull go into this emergency to go into this emergency over here to do this emergency mm -hmm. right. we have all these contingency plans and it seems completely scatterbrained but it you know what it works we make the most of the taxpayer dollars i want to say yeah you know what i mean and we just kind of I shake my head at the, the governor because it's like, dude, you, you are way higher tax bracket. You're supposed to be this person who is leading the state, mm. you know, this X amount of millions who are in the Washington state and you, you just have no plan. Your plan is, Oh, you know what? Shut down the government. Everybody, bam, nobody get out. Everybody stay home. Okay. All right. We followed that blind order, you know, mm. or through this pandemic, we followed it. Month two, it's like, okay, when is everything starting to open? No? Oh, we're what's going mm -hmm. on here? And then we see, and then month three, we see what riots and and bullshit. I'm like, okay, so what we're not doing, it's you know, COVID season's over, it's it's riot season. Oh, 
well, let me gear up for that, you know, and then, you know, taking heat. I, I personally took heat because I'm like, okay, so what do I do in case a protester comes, you know, blocking my freeway and I'm driving? Fuck am yeah. I supposed to do? You know, I, I'm driving, I operate heavy machinery. If I go to the left, hey, there's a car next to me. If I go to the right, hey, there's a car next to me, mm-hmm. you know, or there's, I got concrete barrier. What am I going to damage millions of dollars worth of equipment? Because this dude is in my, in the, in a freeway. Dude, freeway Molly. speeds here in Washington State are, what, 50? Well, it depends on where you're at, 50 miles an hour. <laughs> right. 60 miles an hour. And it's, you know, highly densely populated. Sure, I took heat for that. Oh, I, uh, what am I going to do? I got to plow through them? Fuck. All you can do is stop. That's all you can do. But then guess what? You get re-rendered again. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. But I just don't think that this whole pandemic thing worked out very well for us you know as yeah. citizens as taxpayers as people nobody had a plan nobody and then once once there was a plan it we were politically divided on the plan oh 100 and I, I i could i could explain i have an explanation of that you know but that's the truth is and what's i think really hard for politicians these days is because there's a hundred thousand groups out there all fighting for their individual thing. And so when a governor says we're going to do this, there's 99,000 groups saying that doesn't meet our needs. And how do you, how do you plan for that? You know? And the truth is, is part of it's our fault because we're not getting together. Like we're starting to do on these podcasts and talk about what we want, what we need, what we, what I, what we think makes sense and being a part of the conversation. Sure. You know, it's like, we're just leaving it up to them. Yeah, you know, and I think to myself, like, somebody built the internet, and we've been using it, but nobody really knows how or what it is. And at some point, somebody that is actually working on it that we have no idea, just got furloughed. And now the internet's all sketchy. You know, <laughs> and, yeah. and so that's what I think about. I think, I think to myself, why isn't it hitting the higher, the higher tax brackets, like you said, that the top politicians, why is Inslee not, why is he not giving his salary back for the cause? Why, why aren't legislatures saying, you know, we make so much money, we'll pay for our own insurance and we'll save like billion dollars right there. You know, maybe, maybe we should have a base income. Maybe we should start as a politician at a hundred thousand, but then lose 20,000 every year until we don't want to do it anymore. There's different there's different ideas, but they're never going to think of that. You oh, know? <laughs> no, that's a cut and pay for them, dude, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The, the other thing that they were, that they've actually tossed around too, that kind of, kind of is upsetting, but it doesn't hit necessarily a lot of us who don't make six figures or is it less hmm. than 150,000? Uh, I don't know. It's some, there's a, like a midpoint there that, it doesn't affect us, hmm. but everybody who makes X amount of dollars in the higher tax bracket, they get their raise. Don't get their raise, which is okay. Which is something we haven't seen before. But he gets his raise. The governor gets his raise. I'm like, what is the? Don't get raises above X amount of dollars. You know, the let's just say fifty thousand yeah. dollars. You know, they make fifty three, fifty thousand dollars. Guess mm-hmm. what? That's the cutoff point. You don't get your raise because during this thing. Guess what? You yeah. get it next year or the next year after that, if they, everything goes right, or if it goes back on track. But if you do your job, if you do your job, 
half. Right? That's know? the problem. I don't think people are doing their job. No. I can, you know, I can identify a couple of uh, state agency directors offhand. No, don't do that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that do their job. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. Yes. Right. That I will call out, you know, 100%. Yeah, definitely. The director of LNI has been on point, has been on nice. point with his people, with taking care of his staff, um, not just here in Washington and Olympia, but across the state. That man, man deserves kudos. He, uh, he has done done everything to protect his people, hundred percent. You know that that shout out sponsored by bohosoul.com. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's amazing to see you know agency directors that actually care. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I yeah. believe that you know, um, I, I haven't heard anything from DSHS, which is one of the big entities here too. You know, Department of Social Health Services, um, Department of Transportation. Our guys, uh, Roger Millar, he's uh, taking care of everybody. He's done a real fantastic job as well. All his people nice. are well notified and just, you know, they just take care of each other. You know what I mean? He he's actually looking out for us. Everybody who was who was um doing teleworking, he was like, he sent out an email the other day. He was like, you know, hey, you guys did this on the on the spot, you know, quickly and you did good, you know? Love it. And that's, you know, because we care. You know, some of us really mm. do actually care about our fucking yep. job. You know? know? And and the other agency that I find too that's uh, you know that deserves a little bit of recognition is the uh, the Employment Security Department. They mm. have such an influx of unemployment rates because of the whole COVID thing happening, and then now yeah. now furloughs happening. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Can I just say to today the stat is we are almost at fifty million unemployed with another million applying and. The fund that's paying the unemployment here is about to run out. <laughs> I mean, the, the federal fund is about to run out. So The federal fund is about to run out. Right. The thing that's paying those 50 million people yeah. is, is going to run out. That is insane to me, man. I mean. Yeah. So, okay. Crazy. Somebody mentioned somebody mentioned something to me about politics, and now I see it, and I'm paying attention to it, and I'm just gonna bring it up, and maybe you guys will start seeing it, and maybe maybe not, and maybe you can help me out. Sure. Somebody said that Republicans have become a post policy party, and I didn't know what that was, but what it what it means, I guess, is they don't have policy; their only goal is to be against everything like yep everything the stupidest things and and now i'm paying attention to it and i'm you know i'm I'm just seeing like i'm seeing it in that perspective and i don't know you have to watch you have to watch some of the hearings and some of the house hearings yeah with uh for the intel where the republicans didn't ask a single question and just banged on the tables during witness testimonies and yep. it, they're not wearing masks they think it's a macho thing you know and it's just so weird to me that that you're that you're that it's political a mask is political or not is just beyond me and it's it's this little, these little things. And I honestly think Democrats look crazy because they're throwing shit at the wall, trying to get anything through a crack, you know, yeah. like they tried addressing this whole, the, the whole thing that Black Lives Matter is marching for. And it just became so divisive, so political. 
and it just bugs the fuck out of me. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I've and so that. that that's how I'm seeing it. That a lot of stuff, there's no, there's no planning, but when there is a plan that comes together, it seems like Republicans don't want to be a part of it so that they can complain about it and then tell you bullshit about it. So you don't support it so that the Democrats look bad, but then they look good. I don't understand how Republicans are looking good in all of this. If the Democrats look like shit, Fucking Republicans have to look like shit too in all this, right? Oh, 100%. There, there's a team okay. that's supposed to be running this country, running the state, cities, the, the, their, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, their provinces, whatever, however you want to classify it. There's supposed to be this two party system that's supposed to come together. And you're right. You're right. I've seen some of these debates, I've seen some of these hearings, I've seen some of this bullshit yeah. that, that none, nobody agrees. And you see one guy sit up there. What do they do? Filibuster? Is that what it's called when they sit up there and bang on? They just just talk and talk yeah. and talk about their mother's brothers. You know, mm-hmm. enema that happened last week from yeah. their roommate's sister and and dude, it's nonsense. It's absolute fucking nonsense. It they is. They don't come together. And they don't. They don't come. They don't bring mm-hmm. anything to the table. Nobody brings anything to the table that's valid. The Democrats, you know, it looks like they're working for us. It looks like. Yeah. But then it's yeah. like, okay, so that's bullshit law. How about you don't bring a gut, a bill that restricts my gun usage, you know, you know, mm-hmm. at, a, at a pilgrim site or, you know, right. a historical marker or, you know, some bullshit. Dude, just stay away from my guns for one. Yeah, can we have some compromise on it? Can some... we sit down with people that give a fuck and work it out? Yeah. You know, why does it have to be Denny Heck sitting with, you know, another Democrat? trying to draft a bill and hope that like the Republicans will accept it. And why aren't the Republicans going, you're so close, just fix this. Oh, you know, and and fucking work it out. (laughs) hundred percent. I agree with you on that. hundred percent. I believe it's that that middle ground. It's the middle ground. We lost. It's not, it's not the sides. We all have great ideas. It's, it's the like table that we all sit down at dinner with that we miss, you know? Yep. It's not there anymore. That foundation is gone. It's everybody, yeah. every man for themselves to see how much money mm-hmm. they can make in the position of power that they're at for as much time as they can take to make it. Yep. Yeah. And if, if you disagree, if you're a representative and you disagree with that statement, come on the show and prove us wrong. You know what I mean? I just, from our point of view, it makes more sense that we talk about shit so we can figure out what the people of Washington want and then shove it up your ass for a while. You know what I mean? Come get you because some. Because that might be like a hundred thousand little groups, but we're gonna start collecting them. You know what yep. I mean? Because we're all, like I say, we're all Americans, and we're gonna unify under that. Yep. We're gonna come after you and tell you what we want. I think. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to agree, man. I mean, it's like once we get all these little groups together, dude. Can you imagine? You know, yeah. I mean, we have people who are, you know, a hundred percent smarter than I am. I know that for a fact. You know, mm-hmm. there's conversations I've had that I'm like, I'm like, damn, dude, that's just fucking brilliant you know but see those same people are idiots about other things sure that's what we keep forgetting you know what i mean sure i mean i want to say hey i want to say a shout out to the gender justice league i found them on twitter and they're they're proactive for trans rights in seattle they have a secret address and everything so it's kind of cool but (laughs) shout out to the gender gender justice league i like that account i really do and i i sent them an email saying they're welcome to be on the show but i didn't talk to you about it (laughs) (laughs) dude do your thing do your thing we support everybody doing their own thing as long as it doesn't harm anybody you know i want to i want to hear about it at least you know 
Sure. I want to hear about it. I want to know what the, what, are the, what do they got going on? What are they doing? Why? Yeah. Why are you doing it? Why? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. How can do we get behind you? What do you want us to do? Well, you know, can yeah. we stand They're with losing people? jobs too. They're being furloughed too. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. 100%. They live in Washington. But what what was cool is I, I clicked on a tweet and it was about Washington state IDs and how they they actually November of last year they it went into law. But it's it's being enacted now that you can put X on your driver's license yeah. if you're like not non-binary, mm-hmm. and I just think that's really that's a really big cool step. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't know what to think of it honestly. I had I don't really have an opinion on it honestly. Right, me neither. You know what I mean? I I saw I heard that and I said first thought I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. That's all I had. I didn't have nothing else. I have no constructive. Yeah. No, nothing that's against it. No, nothing that's with it. I just have a cool. But, you know, I thought like, I thought non-binary meant like, well, you're not having sex. You're not anything. You're just non-binary. But what it means is, no, sometimes you feel feminine. Sometimes you feel masculine. And I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just cool to me. I don't understand it. And like 99% of the country doesn't understand it. And yet still. Washington state put it on their license because a segment of the population cared. And I think that is badass. <laughs> right on. Right. Right on. You know, do your thing. Do your thing. That's what, that's what I got to say uh, about that. Do your thing. Me too. Man. Hey, have you visited um, the refined man dot club yet? Um, I actually went physically there. Nice. But it was closed. <laughs> <laughs> God dang, you know, I'm so happy about them. Yeah, me too. You're just going to have to go to Refined Man Barbershop on Instagram and just worship them from afar. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Shout out Miss Shauna, Miss Debbie, Mr. Tyler. Tyler. Mm -hmm. We got you, buddy. (laughs) We're not going to forget this, Tyler. So should I play a clip? Should we try this? Yeah, let's give that a You want to hear this shit? Yes, I I want to hear this shit. Should we bring Sean in for this or should we just listen to it? Yeah, let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. This isn't the Sean thing, I don't think. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he'll come in. All right. This is new. Hey, everybody, I might trim some of this out because. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to share audio. Let's do it. Here we go, sharing audio. Mm. Oh, anyway, maybe I should set it up before I do because I don't know. This is a girl, Kira Witt from Hot Mockumentary. You can find Hot Mockumentary if you go to SoundCloud. If you go to Public Access America's Friends List, she's in there, as well as the other 200 podcasts we support. You can find her on Twitter at uh, Kira underscore Witt, W-H-I-T-T. Well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but this is something, it's so cool, and I just wanted to play it. It's so badass because I don't know. I don't know if the African American community understands the conversation that's being had among every other race together. And everybody keeps asking me, what can I do? What can I do to show black people that I fully support them? And then I found this podcast, this clip, and I'm going to play it for you because she's going to explain exactly that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ready for this. Breonna Taylor, 2020, killed in her own home at the hands of the police because they issued 
a no-knock warrant to the wrong address. She was shot while she was sleeping. Tiana Jefferson, also killed in her own home in 2019 by Fort Worth, Texas officer. They were doing a wellness check. Pamela Turner, 45-year-old grandmother of three, shot and killed by an officer after she told him that she was pregnant. Yvette Smith, 2014, killed by a police officer after she called to ask for help to settle a dispute between a man. Miriam Carey, also killed by a police officer, 2016, she was a dental hygienist. She reached a security checkpoint and instead of stopping, she made a U-turn to go back the other way. The police followed her and shot her several times. Shelly Frey, a young mother of two, shot by an off-duty police officer in Houston, Texas. Toyin, killed, sexually assaulted by black men because she rejected him. They found her body a week later after she reported her sexual assault. These are just a few of the black women who have been killed in the last few years, either by the hands of the police or by a black man. So why haven't we heard about the majority of them? Why have Black Lives Matter slogans like Say Her Name in support of Sandra Bland, who was killed in police custody, changed to Say His Name? I once read that Black Lives Matter isn't really for black women. It's meant for black men because black women tend to get lost in the shuffle because we really aren't seen as valued. Even though it's black women who are in the forefront of these movements. Not to say that black men aren't a part of the move because they very much are. I'm not referring to those men. I am talking about the black men who forget that it's black women who are standing in between the police and our black brothers begging for them not to kill you. So why can't we get that same respect? Why can't we see black men collectively, collectively showing us compassion for the black woman. Why can't we see black men as a whole be as passionate about our equality as we are about yours? We are screaming at the top of our lungs for the protection of black men and demanding that the police stop killing you. But when we get back to our homes and our own community, we are constantly being victimized, abused, and even killed at the hands of the same black men that we fighting for. Yet, when we try to voice our pain, we are met with disdain, dismissal, gaslighting, and downright denial. It's very reminiscent of trying to convince white people of their privilege and trying to prove to them that racism exists. It's the same feeling that women feel when we try to show men that sexism exists. It's like trying to convince men of their privilege. It's like beating your head into a wall because they don't want to see it. Some men don't even take the time to actually listen to women without being dismissive. You don't want to know and understand what patriarchy is. Many of you can't even articulate what it is because it doesn't even harm you. You don't know what it is. It doesn't affect you. And please understand that I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and explain sexism and patriarchy to a bunch of grown people who should know better by now. Just like I won't explain racism to non-black people. You should know. Black people and women have been on this earth forever. We've been telling you for centuries about our plight, and if you choose to be willfully ignorant, then that's not my job to teach you about systems that oppress marginalized groups of people. God damn. So that's what black people want white people to do. Just shut up and get out of the way. I just love that, right? Isn't she badass? God damn. God damn, she's right. Some of those points, just say, she's right. She's 100% right. Yeah. 
you know? Huh. So that's where my perspective got shattered like this week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's right. That, that's shit that, uh, that we know. I mean, you know, her talking about the patriarchy and everything. Uh, we mm-hmm. growing up, we always knew that the one person in the house, the one person in our house, and there were six of us in our house, the one person that you had to look out for was your mom. That is a woman. She may be Clint Eastwood with that damn chancla, and the chancla for you non-Mexican people is a sandal. Okay? So she was Clint Eastwood with that damn thing. But the woman had, let me tell you, she always had tortillas, fresh homemade fucking tortillas every fucking morning. Beans, right? Yeah, you make fun of my beans, bro. Guess what? My mom made them fresh all the goddamn time with tortillas. And we always had to make, you know, hey, take this lunch it. to your father at work. Okay, cool. You know, mm. always had, we always had, always had chicken because, you know, shit, mom was out there. If we didn't have anything to eat, oh, hey, let's go pick out a chicken real quick. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> that thing was fucking dead in minutes and, and right? defeathered and fucking in the pot or on the fryer whatever it was that mom wanted to do mom wanted to do right moms ruled the world yeah my mom ruled our house and there was there was six there was there's six of us and there was five swinging dicks in that house you know what i'm saying she kept us all in fucking line with a damn chancla la chancla (laughs) my mom dude so so miss uh what was her name what was her last name kira witt miss kira witt guess what you're right you know, the, the moms are often forgotten. The ladies are often forgotten. They're often pushed aside, very dismissed. You know, there's sure, sure there's people who don't pull the weight, but there's pull, people who don't pull their weight in both genders, right? I agree. And those minority women are con- constantly overshadowed by them. The ones that actually drive, the ones that actually move and motivate, you know? They're often mm-hmm. dismissed because, you know, because of a macho attitude. Yeah, I'll take heat for it. Fuck you guys. Come at me, bro. You know, I support yeah. women. I support women's rights. I support I support them. I'm raising one right now. Well, she's 19, but it doesn't matter. That's beside yeah. the point. But the, the I think the fact she's trying to get at with that is that when a man walks up to a woman, he can dismiss her for what she's for what she's powerful for. Yep. Like he can say that everything you're good at means nothing because I'm a man and everything that I am looking at you with is more important than what you offer. Right. And it's so, it's like, I, yeah, I'm like you, I grew up with, you know, cousins that were female, mom, female aunts that were female. There wasn't a lot of male role models there, you know? And so I just grew up respecting women, but yeah, it's like a perspective. If you can look at your friends and see how they're acting towards women, sometimes you see that, that they they just, the way they stand and look at a woman or look, you know what yep. I mean? And just, you know, and you're, I think that you're influenced by who you're surrounded by. Right. You know, big time and how you want to act, how you're going to act. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I really respect that, that, that now I can... I can look at myself and see that maybe if somebody doesn't know me, they think that's what I'm doing. Right. And I don't want to do that. Right. So now I can work on, now I can work on that. And that's cool. And also this goes to my saying that not everybody, 
not every group is monolithic, right? You can't take a black person and say, how do you feel about the protests? Because there's a division even within the African-American community is what she's saying between the men and the women and the good men and, and the good women. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you, if you listen to her podcast, she's pretty straight up with everything. Oh, you know what like I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I had her on public access America. We did an interview, you know, and it was just, I, I don't know. I, I had to ask her some questions, you know what I mean? But I felt really stupid about doing it. It's things that I knew were better, but I thought maybe other people needed to hear the blunt questions asked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can't remember them all, but I remember her. Oh, my question to her was, why are black women so angry? And why do they get so angry so fast? And why do they stay angry so long? And her answer was, we're not monolithic. We're not all we're not all the same thing. Women react differently to different things. Right. Yeah, they, they totally do. And somebody said this generation is the non-monolithic generation. So if we can figure out how to have conversations without using terms like blacks or gays or transes or you know, <laughs> white whites, or if we can move away from that and understand that every time you say something about a bad white person, I'm sitting right here. And every time you say something like Mexicans are rapists and shit, Adam is right there. Yep. You know what I mean? And we're not, we're none of those things. Yeah. And hope, hopefully we get Kira on the show and prove to everybody that, Hey, guess what? Black women aren't what you think. hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't want to have her on for a black woman perspective. I want to have her on to have a general conversation and hear how she reacts to that. Exactly. Man. <laughs> this show is all about uh, just conversation, man. We don't, I don't want to necessarily piss anybody off and i don't i give everybody we give everyone a fair shot we talk to them we reach out to them see what happens you know what i mean okay. i think that's what this show's all about and i think that that's a good thing that's why we started this thing man you know yeah i think so so if i figured if i put her in the podcast she'd have no choice but to say yes <laughs> <laughs> yes miss kira there's there's some good podcasts out there. The Hot Mockumentary, I'll put the link in the description here. Yep. There's also a, a Crystal Clear, who I think is really amazing. And she's going through a hard time with all this, you know? Yeah. And so I see her posts on Instagram, you know, the Crystal Clear. And I, I, I yeah. So I'm not bugging her. I'm not saying go bug her. But there's some couple good, real good black female podcasts, empowerment that I just it alters my perspective on them. And I love that. And I think that's what the, the, the point is, is like, you know, getting your perspective that was one direction or two directional and altering mm-hmm. it even further, making you think. Yeah. And I think that's a great, right. that's great. That's fantastic. Those kind of podcasts, they should be out there. Yeah. There should be podcasts out there to, if you're not learning from, uh, from something like a podcast like that, mm-hmm. move on, find something else, challenge yourself, listen to, listen to something that'll, alter your learn teach you something yeah. i mean that's the whole point of and it. As, as a podcaster i think you should be searching out those those conversations yep. i had a tweet that said it was um one of the border advocates for the people that are being imprisoned unlawfully for no reason on our borders and throughout our country just because they walked up to a line in the earth you know and i reached out to those people and i said you know some of us care some of us never forgot some of us have a platform with a worldwide audience and we're offering it to you yes and 
You know, I wish podcasters podcasting podcasts would consider the fact that they can just look up their state advocates and representatives and have them on and have a meaningful conversation. 100%. I always say that, you know, you guys can sit there for an hour and tell dick and fart jokes, but tell dick and fart jokes with an advocate. You know what I mean? <laughs> tell dick and fart jokes with uh, with your, your local representative. Sure. And I have, I have another clip about that because Public Access America is working on an episode, which is exciting. Nice. Hopefully, hopefully Adam and and the other hosts from the other podcasts will get together on Public Access America in a forum and kind of talk it out and then come to an understanding, which I'm exciting about. I'm excited about that too. I love the possibility of talking to other podcasters out there just to mm-hmm. not only broaden my perspective, but maybe broaden other, you know, listeners perspectives i mean sure like i said this is this is the point this is why we're here this is what we're doing is you know if we can teach something great if we can learn something great even better you know what i mean i'd love i don't mind taking a lesson you know yeah i don't mind well i think i I don't yeah it's just i want i want to prove that we're all having the same conversations like we're all shouting upwards asking for the same shit but then we look down and we're like oh you got a mega hat on fuck you no we all want the same shit you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all asking for the same stuff it's just you know for some reason it seems to be a me first mentality and i hope i hope these podcasts take us away from that a little bit i i would hope they take us away from that a lot honestly because it's yeah. going into a direction where we're going to be battling it out for no reason. You know, mm-hmm. do we want to see this senseless violence? Do we want to see people yelling at each other? Do we want to see that on a regular basis? It's pretty tiring. Mm-hmm. You know? Do I want to be that guy? Do I want to have to be de- defensive? Cause you know, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't want to live in fear of my fellow Americans. Cause I, most of us are really good people. Yep. One-on-one. I've never met anybody of any race, creed, or color, religion that one-on-one wasn't a decent person with just different perspectives yep. than me, you know? Yep. That's some pretty gnarly people that people were scared of. And then I talked to them. I'm like, oh, man, you're, you're a fucking teddy bear, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? They love being the teddy bear, too. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. 100%. Cool people. I love that. Chill people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's hard to find them chill people, and when you do find them, it's like you hang on to them. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. Thank you, thank you for that. You know, well, yeah, man, I love you. You're a good guy. I try to be, brother. I try to be. You know, <laughs> the, the the big thing that uh, kind of motivates me is theboholesoul dot com. The boho to be soul. peaceful. Yeah. Trail skate shop. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, dude, I mean, it's like you you can talk the talk, but I mean, do you actually want to take that time and walk that walk? I do. You know, in every possible state. Oh, can I just mention before, before we bring, before we bring Sean in, if we're bringing Sean. Hey, hi, Sean. Just give us a minute. I just want to mention that today it's official. The Denton County Collective is a new public access America podcast. Couple guys, couple musicians, industrial industrial artists from Denton, Texas, just outside of Dallas. And yeah, they're kind of cool, kind of hipsters, kind of awesome. And you know them from True Fallacy, Ryan Maine from True Fallacy. So he's putting a little music into it. And nice. it's a good conversation. It's up on SoundCloud right now, Denton County 
Collective, and you will find in the description the links to all of the public access podcasts, including Adam is a Beard, Public Access America, Sounds from Above, and The Unsigned Countdown. Hell yeah. Right? It's so cool. Like these conversations are going on all over America. All over. And then we're going to... And we're going to come together on Public Access America and like talk about something. And then we're all going to come to terms with it. And then like America's going to be on the same page because what we said. And then they're going to be like, oh, now I know. You can't fuck with me now because now I know. Now I got that knowledge. Guess what? Right? Knowledge is power. That's fucking cool. And even if Jason is like, well, I'm a Democrat. I'm a liberal. I'm all in favor for it. There's going to be other people with different opinions calling him out on it mm-hmm. and vice versa. And that's what's cool. That's you know? really cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that conversation to happen. Where's that happening? We're going to, we're going to preview it. We're going to preview. We have a preview of it. I did the show opener and I'm going to play a little bit of the, just the monologue to get you guys all pumped up and excited about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm going to bring Sean in because Sean might have an opinion about such things. Sure. If, if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Bring him in here. Okay. We haven't seen him. I mean, we love Sean. We haven't seen him in a hot minute. But I'm going to pause so that we can get him set up because, you know, Hello. it's Sean. <laughs> all right. Hey, we're joined by Sean Jarvis. Sean Jarvis. Finally. Finally, welcome back after a I, short hiatus. I, I know it. I missed you guys. I missed you guys. Had to get some work in, though. By work, you mean stretching your legs. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's a, uh, you know, what a crazy time, dude. I, I I don't know if we should hit this. What we uh, The link I sent to you guys, should we talk about that? I really, really, really want to talk about that. Yeah, we can touch I, on it. I, yeah, I, yeah, let's yeah, touch yeah. on it, dude. Yeah. I'm wait, can I say in advance? We haven't had much of a chance to research any of this, so most of it is gonna be most of it's gonna be what we just found out, not what we were gonna learn by next week. Exactly. We'll be looking more into it, but the the fact that we have you know that link that was sent to me. Oh man. Oh no, I gotta find it. That sucks. Uh what is I don't understand how somebody can use funds or misappropriate funds or violation of uh, personal use of can- campaign contributions when I just don't understand the whole concept, I guess. You know what I mean? Is it considered money laundering or is it considered just using the funds from his from his book? You know? I don't understand. You know, what do you, what do you guys think about this? Because I just, you know, I sent the link to you guys earlier and the, the, the thing that really drives me crazy is, is uh, uh, I'll read it, just read it to you. The, the headline is alleged violation of RCW that points up for personal use of campaign contributions. Okay. And it was an investigation that they found that the campaign purchased 732 copies of American cop and used the books as a fundraiser. So is it double dipping? What do you think? So from what I'm gathering, it sounds like he sold the books to his campaign at a retail price. And then as the person that wrote the book got the profit from it, that's what you're saying? Yeah. And then he used the money... 
some sort of way for his campaign mm-hmm. or not for his for not for his campaign or not for his campaign right you see it it's really confusing because the information is there mm. but it does it's not real clear i mean that's the thing i don't like about um anonymous yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh, anything off of this because i don't understand you know the verbiage you know regulating campaign or candidates and campaigns and lobbyists i guess regulating them meaning you know they're watching them and they just, you can't really do this or you can't necessarily do right. that um you can't use money that is in the campaign portion like your savings account like a separate account you can't use that to buy a hamburger for your wife mm. So them buying the 732 books and then using that money that they raised from that is the violation? Well, the thing is, okay, so he sold the books. Let's say he made 732. So let's say he made $1,464, a dollar for wholesale and then a dollar on top of that for profits. What they're saying is that he sold the books to to himself for $2.00. And then paid, so they he paid two dollars to the publisher, and then the publisher gave him a dollar of that. Mm. So, so he he profited. His campaign bought his book at a retail price, and then so then he received the profit from that book, and then he used that money that he profited. To do whatever he wanted because it was profit, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. So you wouldn't got a tan. I, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure it's the worst egregious crime in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it goes to it's the same thing as Donald Trump using campaign funds to pay a porn star. You know what right. I mean? It's like it's it's similar to that. You can't you can't use your personal you can't pull it out and say, Yes, this is my piggy bank, right? Which goes to the whole broader campaigning constantly thing you know what i mean sure but you know through all that mud and, and miss i i don't even know what it was this you know the, the 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 end result was that he got a formal written warning you know okay you know mr culp will receive a formal written warning concerning his payments made to him through his business american cop based on the sale of the books the campaign using campaign funds. Mr. Cup will be informed that the commission will reconsider will consider the formal written warning in deciding on further commission action if there are future violations. Perfect. So okay. I just I, so I guess, they said, hey, they said, hey, you fucked up. Do you want to fix it? And he has a chance to fix it. Cool. Well, fix it. If that's what's gonna happen. I mean, please <laughs> you gotta remember that we're not all f- campaign finance experts, you know. I mean, even the Culp campaign, he's he's a national figure, he's a state figure, but really he's just a county sheriff putting a team together. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's getting the A-listers together, man. You know? Well, he's that's what I'm saying is is Lauren Culp, as amazing as he is or might not be, isn't getting the A-list team because there's so many candidates it's like it's like a new market it's like a you know what i mean like campaigning is is its own industry now yeah because it's 24 7 i i really do wish i understood campaigning and how to get these funds and then where these funds go and you can't be independently wealthy and use x amount of funds to purchase things to benefit the campaign i 
you can you can put your own money into the campaign but then you can't pull it back out ah. you can't put you can't put a hundred thousand dollars in and say i'm going to put this towards ads and then say well but we have to fly somewhere to we have to fly to the bahamas on vacation and all this and i'm going to use the, the private plane and pay for that with a hundred thousand dollars you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay I'm starting to understand it a little bit more. That's why I want to talk yeah, about it because I mean, it's like I figured that there's things that that I don't understand with the verbiage. The verbiage is what really gets yeah. me. It's like nothing is in plain, you know, layman terms. Yeah, right. You know, laws, bills, this kind of shit. I mean, are you yeah. trying to mud muddle muddle the waters? Are you trying to get us to side with you? What do you want us to do? How do you want us to feel? You know, how do you want yeah. us to respond? You know, and right. if these things are all, you know, mud, muddy, you know, clear as mud as the, as the, uh, the back folk would say, you know, how, mm -hmm. how are we going to understand it? You know? Well, it goes back to the sex education bill. What, what is considered a school to a politician? You know, mm -hmm. is it a charter school? Is it a homeschool? You know what I mean? Yeah. How many kids are in a class to make it a school and what is comprehensive to all of us? Comprehensive means different things. It means complete. And to us, we have different versions of complete. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's so confusing. It's the words are so confusing. You may, may not. You, know, yeah. <laughs> you may, may not. Uh, enter, not enter. Right. Uh, dude, I don't know. I don't know what the heck they're talking about half the time when they reintroduce bills and things like that. And there was yeah. sure was hell wasn't anything like that in school to learn. Say, oh, hey, you know, this is the verbiage and this is how to use verbiage like this. Oh, yeah. you're going to become a politician. Now that you've learned words like therefore unto. <laughs> you're really, you're really giving me a segue into our next clip. Well then, let's you know that rally up. <laughs> you want, should we try it? Let's try it. Right. Dude. Hell yeah. Let's try it. Oh yeah. So because what I wanted to do was start back at the beginning and I wanted to go back to the beginning and go to the first bill that the house of representatives proposed. And I wanted to, where am I? And I wanted, I, what I wanted to do was address that and talk about it, like you're saying, in layman's terms, in normal language. And because I went and I looked at this bill, HR1, and I don't know if you remember the, the rhetoric behind it, but it was, it was, they're going to make cows illegal for farting and, you know, all this stuff. And, yeah. I'm just going to play this for you because this is just a teaser. This is the opening. And hopefully, like I said earlier, I'm going to get the co the hosts from all the podcasts to sit in and discuss this. So this is just like a teaser of the beginning of the episode that I hope is coming on public access. I'd like to begin a discussion about actual legislation being proposed in the Congress. First, I think we need to agree on some basic facts. The United States House of Representatives is the lower house. The Senate is the upper house. Together, they comprise the United States Congress. Along with the executive branch and the judicial branch, the Congress is the legislative branch. The word government simply means the balance and equality of each of these branches to be both support and a check on one another. The work done by the people in the government is governing. The work of those people to get elected, re-elected, the reporting of these efforts, the attack ads, 
the wedges, the rhetoric, that's politics. Politics has nothing to do with governing, and governing is what affects our daily lives, not the politics as you might have been told to believe. Think of politics as the trailer for a great movie, while governing is the original book. H.R. 1 is a bill proposed by our latest elected House of Representatives. Before we start to debate the bill, as our Senate was paid to do, I think what is really important here for us to know is, is, is what is the House of Representatives? I mean to us. It won't take long, and I think this is a perspective that we need for further conversation. The House is composed of representatives who sit in congressional districts, allocated to each state on a basis of population as measured by the census, with each district entitled to one representative. Which is to say, every 10 years the government counts us and where we live in the country. One of the reasons for this count is to make sure every person has a representative in the House, in Congress, and therefore in government. You live in what's called a district in your state. <laughs> yes, like the Hunger Games. Every one of these districts, as a community, gets together to pick someone to represent them. This is your representative. This representative is yours. Think of that person as your governmental avatar. I can't stress this point enough. If you have a grievance with the federal government, this is the person you call, email, follow, question, research, elect, or eliminate for a new representative. This person is you, standing up to the government and speaking to the government on issues that matter to you, to your community. If there's one thing I would hope you do right now, this minute, is look that person up. Begin to be proactive. Is this representative representing you correctly? That's why the house is so important. It's literally us. You and me. Or it would be if people interacted more with their representatives. When we don't, that person does what they think is best. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, and power unchecked is left to its own morals. Our power as a people depends on our involvement with these representatives. Quickly, and because I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, your senator is a representative of your state and your state government, which should actually represent the people in the state and their well-being. So the people we asked to speak on our behalf, our avatars, came up with a bill. It was their first bill, H.R. 1, to expand America's access to the ballot box, reduce the influence of big money in politics, and strengthen ethic rules for public servants and for other purposes. This bill was introduced January 3, 2019, placed on the calendar for Senate consideration March 14, 2019. 
It's now summer of 2020, and the leader of the Senate refuses to even begin a debate on it. The literal first thing on his to-do list, Mitch McConnell refuses to touch or talk about it. Imagine doing a day's worth of work, handing it to your boss, and your boss ignoring the work. That boss, though, he isn't lazy. He either doesn't value your work, or he wants to make it look like you're doing nothing. I think there's corruption in government. That starts with corruption in politics and in our politicians. Who are we sending? What are they agreeing to to get there? What compromises are being made to get the job just to represent us? This bill addresses that, I think. We'll find out in the upcoming conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, you got to find out who represents you. You're, uh, Danny Heck represents Thurston County. Who's a real representative right. out there? Murray Cantwell? Uh, let's see. For the House of Representatives or for the yeah. Senate? For the House uh, of so, Representatives. Let's see. Because their senators are douchebags. Both Maria Car 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 Cantwell Cart and Cart seem Cart to be douchebags. Cartwheel. Cart yeah, I, believe, I believe it's Maria Cantwell. Cart Maria Cantwell. Cart Cartwig. Cartwig? I just don't have, I can't have an opinion on her because I keep emailing her a messenger and she won't return my calls. And I just want to know how to hunt a seal. <laughs> anyway. Just answer the goddamn question. How do you hunt a seal? <laughs> I know that like uh, Camilla Jayapal is a representative in the house. Mm -hmm. I think that's in Seattle though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's just it. If you have a problem with what's going on in Seattle, you should be talking to the lady that like represents that district. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we should all be figuring out who it is that's a, that, that speaks for us and like talking to them, you know, like we're all yelling at Donald Trump, like he's the problem, but it all goes up. It is, it's not like it goes down, you know? <laughs> yeah. And a majority of the, the representative pages, they say, they say things like, you know, like, Hey, I'm honored to serve the residents of the 10th congressional district of Washington, blah, 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 mm -hmm. motherfucking blah, 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 blah. And then it goes to say the 10th congressional districts contain most of Pierce County and all of Thurston County and a portion of Mason County, blah, 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 blah. City, 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 uh, this person, this place, this place, except for that place. And then, hey, if you're looking to uh, looking for my district office contact information, you can view my office page and you can email me. Yeah. Hey, we've emailed you, partner. Where's our well, response? Where's our response? I am a taxpaying citizen. I pee standing up, bro. <laughs> Why don't you, uh, you know, I, I vote. I, uh, I got a goddamn voice. You know, I yeah, but you don't have a pocketbook. That's the oh. problem. When you're when you're constantly campaigning, you're constantly only talking to people that'll give you money to talk to you, instead of talking to the people that aren't giving you money because they can't afford it because you're running their district into the ground with like all of this. And what is it that it is? What is the monetary value for ten minutes okay. of his conversation? What is he making? Right. How much is he making? Why is he making that much? Yeah, and how come I don't have that right. much money in my pocket that I can give to him so I can have a conversation? Is that what it takes? Exactly. Apparently, you know, I much rather approach it the sensible way and have a conversation, return email, or you don't want to have a conversation over email. Cool, that's fine. You don't want to talk over the yeah. air. That's fine too. You know, guess what? Yeah, that's cool. But I see Send that the statement. Yeah, 
I see that, uh, you know, people want to riot and loot and then, then they can have a conversation with their leaders, you know, uh, mayor mm. Durka Durka, uh, whatever her name is in Seattle fucked up. Good point. You riot, you get a whole zone. You go on the podcast and ask politely, you get jack shit. You get jack shit. Okay. I see how this is going to work. You know, I'm a peace loving son of a bitch. Well, sorry, mom, but you know what? <laughs> let's have a talk bro let's see how do we yeah. how do you how did you figure this out how did you figure that out come on man you know what did what did you do to fight for the state right yeah what did you do to fight for us you know or i mean you, you sit down laying down letting uh old fear Inslee come at you and <laughs> come on man you should be proud of how you support and defend Washington state. You should want to come and tell the people all about it, unless that's not what you're doing. Exactly. Is there some undertones? And I'm not, I don't want to be a dick to politicians because they're all working their asses right now. Are they? On a lot of different, on a lot of different topics, you know? Okay. I'll give you that, Jason. <laughs> I have to, I have to believe it. You know, I mean, we're paying them. Yeah. That's what's crazy. That's what's crazy to me is that we're paying them. You got to think of every government employee as somebody that's getting paid yep. to do the work that they're not doing. That they're not doing. <laughs> what am I paying you for then? You know, I mean, it's like, okay, that's how it is. You're not, you're not working for me. Clearly, let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and take those funds right out of your pocket, bro. You know. Right. And I'm gonna say HR one addresses all that, I think, or maybe not, because Republicans say it sucks and Democrats say it's a godsend. So hopefully we all get together and we get to talk it out and we come to a conclusion that maybe it maybe it's cool. I think taking big money out of politics is cool. You know? Yeah. Just just take that all together out of the system. Yeah. Now what an impact that would make, you know? You ain't making this kind of money anymore. Yeah. And they're not having to try and raise that kind of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your your salary is this. This is what you get. And if you want to get sponsors, wear the fucking coat with the sponsors clearly <laughs> advertised. You NASCAR son of a bitch. Yes. yes. I want to see who's paying you. I want to see what you're doing, why you're doing it, for who, when, and why they told you to sit down to pee, you son of a bitch. That's right. That's and start word. getting stock. Start getting stock so you can give us dividends from 100%. it. Like if you want to take money from Microsoft, that's cool. Take billions, get it in stock and pay your constituents the dividends of it. Yep. If it's good for if it's good for everybody. You know? Yep. Exactly. Man. That's my idea though. Yeah. Maybe that's not my idea. Maybe I heard somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> who knows i don't know but it's a great idea it's a great idea it's not i'm not gonna take claim for it because i know somebody smarter than me had already said it god damn it maybe 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 not so what about the what about the here's the big question you guys always pee standing up dude there's times where i've been falling down drunk that i laid on the, right. my head on the toilet floor and i put a leg <laughs> over on the 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 the, the, the high part of the wall of the stall and then yeah. kind of my arm thrown out underneath and flushing the toilet next to me. That's what I, there you I go. pee sometimes. <laughs> or sometimes I pee laying down, bro. You know? Sometimes. Okay. It's good to know. It's good for these younger boys to find yeah, out. Yeah, sometimes you, know? you got a plank. You know a plank? You lay right. flat on the toilet bowl and kind of just <laughs> Superman it out there. Whee! Guess what? <laughs> you know? But face down. I mean, you can go face up if you want to. It's it's a little messy. Mm -hmm. I've done that too. Uh, you, you're gambling. You're gambling. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you 
know? I love throwing at uh, I love throwing Adam off with random questions like that. <laughs> I, love these things, man. I mean, I you know sometimes I've laid on top of the the tank. Oh, there you go. You know. <laughs> You know, sometimes I'm lazy and I'm on the iPad and I'm like, I'm standing, trying to aim and hold my iPad at the same time. It's not working. You know? <laughs> pee on your balls. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pee on the iPad. Even worse. Oh, damn. There's thousand dollars down the drain. <laughs> I got a gorilla case. Hey, shout out to gorilla case. There you go. <laughs> right, gorilla case. Hell yeah. All right. Give me a minute and I'll be right back. Hell yeah. Hey, this moment of clarity sponsored by Boho Soul. Mm. <laughs> and quiet and space. When are we going to shoot guns, by the way? <laughs> What's that? When are we going to shoot guns? You let me know, sir. You let me know. Oh, dude, I have an AR-15 pistol. It's called the Yeet Cannon. Yeet? The Yeet Cannon. Yeet? Is it actually, is it actually the Aero Precision uh, Yeet Cannon model? YC15, I believe, by the serial number. Don't read the serial number, by the way. Yeah, I'm not going to read the serial number to you. Yeah. But it says, I don't know if you can see that on the side or what. Uh, it's, it's way too close. The background uh, messed it up. But it says, yeet. Yeet. Clickety-clack. That's, and that's arrow precision, right? Oh, upper and lower. Built and put together. Uh, by my good friend Mikey at Blackout Tactical Group in Centralia. Please, if you want to go check out some of his stuff, his shop is open. The man is a brilliant, brilliant scientist, and he puts together a fantastic weapon. Fantastic. You know, I, I came to him with the uh, the lower, with the yeet, the yeet, 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 lower. And then he uh, he's like, all right, well, what do you want to do for the upper? And I'm like, oh, dude. I want a pistol, AR-15 pistol, you know, and then so he put the 7.5, uh, you know, the arrow key, key the M-lock, the M-lock, the M-lock handguard, which is fantastic, by the way. And then we went with the blade because I love the blade. I fucking love the blade. I don't like that stupid brace. What do you think about that brace? Uh, <clears throat> which, let me see the brace that you have. Oh, I don't have a brace, dude. I have the blade. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, see that blade? Uh, oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's still technically a brace. And uh, if we're talking about uh, federal definitions and such. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's it, the, the model is, is the blade, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, I like, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I do like that one as well. And then I like the, uh, I believe it's the SB Tactical. Mm. One of their model of the pistol brace. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty slick. Yeah. I need to I need to get an AR pistol here soon. Dude, this is the second one I've had. The first one I built was uh, right out of, uh, it was a Mega Arms one, which, oh, which I used to, you yeah. know, fuck, I loved working there. Yeah. That was like my favorite job to work, man, was I bet. I bet. Fuck, dude. There were so many cool things, dude. You know, shout out to Jason Kearns and Mikey and fucking Randy Pratt, you know, those motherfuckers that I used to work with there. Dude, but we, dude, we would go in and fucking build, you know, just you take these blocks of aluminum and throw them in these fucking machines. You know, I ran a robo drill that cut out, you know, the, the, uh, the profile of uppers. And I would, you know, that machine would pump out fucking, 
a hundred a day, a hundred a shift, you know, 150 a shift. And then my job was obviously to file off the edges and get them ready to take off to the next, next stage, which is, you know, the big, uh, the Kiwa machines, which would mill them out, you know, and get them ready. Yeah. And so then, then you'd have to uh, deburr all the shit. You had to file them down. You'd have to fucking get them to spec. Dude, those guys were so fucking badass, you know, just to get them to spec and then get done. And then I take my shit to my cousin who was in the other machine. You put them in the rattler and then he'd like find the deficiencies. Hey, you got to fix this. You got to fix that. And then you sandblast them and off to paint and anodize it went. You know what I mean? It was so fucking awesome, dude. I fucking love that job. It was so fucking badass. There wasn't a time that I was like, oh, man, I don't feel like going to work. It was like, man, oh, time for me to go to fucking work. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, I'm off to fucking yeah. work. You know? If you don't have a job like that, it, it, I mean, what what is life? Yeah. Why? What, what is the purpose of you going to work? Yeah. You have to have a job that you love. Oh, man. dude, and I love that. Job. Otherwise, it's just a dull, you're living a dull, dull life. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was pretty fantastic, man. I loved it. And then, you know, to watch Mikey, because he's Mikey before he uh, opened up Blackout Tactical, he was the armorer of the shop. That man put together some fucking weapons that were just beautiful, dude. Glass on glass. You pull that fucking charger back, boom. It sounded like glass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was so beautiful. Just to just to hear that man, because like, you go in to talk to him, and he's like, oh, man, dude, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's just like, oh, this is what I got going on here. And he'd have literally, he'd have, 30 rifles on the bench, 30 rifles on the fucking bench built. It's like, Oh dude, these are fucking beautiful. You know, just amazing. 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 I love that job, man. I'm telling you (laughs) fucking loved it. And just to see those, you know, the, the people come in, sometimes you'd see people, um, you know, come in and like get a special Beowulf or get a special order or come take a tour and, and bring swag to the fucking people or to you know, to whoever. And man, it's just that smell of aluminum in the air. Dude, it's like, it was beautiful, man. So fucking <laughs> love. I just love building weapons, dude. But shout out to Mikey, dude. Blackout Tactical Group, Centralia. Or excuse me, Chehalis. Is it the Chehalis exit? Chehalis, yep. 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 Right after the, uh, the outlet exit. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Oh, uh, that's uh, our. You're, you're going towards uh, Vancouver? Yeah. So right after. Yeah, so it's between Centralia and Chehalis. Yeah. Yeah. And he's right out of a little uh, little shop right there on the left. And it's a little fantastic shop with guns everywhere, dude. Fucking, you know, he was telling me he's got a uh, uh, such a, a, a back order of parts. You know, I got lucky when I asked him to build, you know, to, hey, build this rifle, this, uh, this upper for me. And he, you know, that's 7.5 with the with a pretty fancy little uh, uh, flash suppressor and, you know, just the fancy, all the bells and whistles on it. And he, he's like, yeah, here you go. Done. And so like, then I got a brilliant idea. Hey man, I need a tactical foregrip for it, you know? And, and he's like, Oh, uh, well, yeah, uh, well, uh, you have some paperwork for that a little form, uh, form one, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's literally just the, uh, a grip, you know, the angled, the, the angled grip for it. Yeah. yeah, he says it's going to be 2024 before I can get one. Yes. Because everything's so backordered and back. Dude, I'm like, oh, fuck. I went to South Sound Guns. Shout out South Sound Guns. Adam, I see you, brother. You know, and he, uh, we walked around the shelves. It's empty. It's empty. There is 
hardly anything on the shelf. It had some charging handles, and he had a leather strap-on thing that you put on your belt, and uh, that was it. <laughs> oh, my, what? He goes, don't go to Cabela's. Uh, he won. I don't. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing there. I don't give my money to Cabela's, you know? I'd rather, you know, if I'm going to buy weapons or ammo or anything like that, I'd rather give it to somebody who is local or somebody who, For sure. you know. Oh, shout out to Guns. Guns, I love you. <laughs> Hell, yes. Dude, I'm going to take my it's guns there. out to dinner tonight. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to eat some lunch. <laughs> I'm going to take them driving Skip around. Dinner. Just make it a quickie in the parking lot. You know what? Fuck it. Give me a minute. Pause this for 30 seconds. <laughs> Back to 20. Worst hat I ever got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what's going on with Sean? How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Uh, you know, just kind of doing projects at home, applying for jobs. I uh, got an interview in early July for a, a police job uh, over in Oregon. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I've had a couple interviews. Uh, didn't get selected, but got some good experience from the interviews. Nice. Um, I found you something in Denton County, Texas, if you want. Uh, I mean, I am definitely not opposed to Texas. Yeah. Uh, the only state I probably wouldn't move to is, well, states is uh, California <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> probably North, uh, North Dakota and South Dakota just because they're, uh, I don't want to live anywhere there's negative 40. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably about it, really. Maybe New York. Yeah. You don't want to come to Florida. Uh, I come visit. It's, I don't know. Miami Beach. I mean, it's like it's like soup right out here. You know what I mean? I step outside and I move my hand and I have a handful of water just from the air. Uh, but I'm I'm well. I'm not. Excuse me. I'm not used to that now. I'm not acclimated to that now. But I yeah. mean, Mississippi was. I mean, it's 100 oh, degrees yeah. there, but the, the, heat, the damn heat index is like 130. So you have to get all your yeah. chores done by like nine o'clock. Otherwise, you're going to have some heat exhaustion. And right. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'd be it'd be bad if I went and visited during the summer. So I'm not yeah. acclimated to that. So shout out to Washington State for having a great temperate temperature. You got all four seasons <laughs> all in one, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. In the. Maybe in a spread of a couple hours. Exactly. You know, it was like yesterday, it was the day before yesterday we had, it was like what, 80 something and there was no sun. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a little muggy. It was a little muggy. My house was uh, warm on the inside here. We had to pull out the old uh, portable AC unit. Yep. Yep. Today it's sunny with a uh, chance of hail and a snowstorm. (laughs) Right. You know? That, that's how Chicago was. It would be like snow in the morning, rain in the afternoon, and be like 90 degrees by evening time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Chicago. Fucking beautiful. So let me ask you guys a question. Dude. I was thinking about it because it just, before I, w- before I came on here, I was listening to the news and somebody mentioned that last weekend over 100 people were shot in Chicago. I know it's off topic, you know? But like, <laughs> A hundred people were shot. A three-year-old baby died. And I thought to myself, Cook County doesn't even fucking sell guns. And, And I started thinking about the response to the pandemic and how 
or to the protesters and how the protests seem to like be a risk to businesses and things. And so they brought the national guard out, but yet a hundred people get shot in the ghetto and they don't pull the national guard out. Like it's a COVID thing. They're not putting people in their homes. They're not quarantining them. They're not, they're not, you know what I mean? It's like, why aren't they reacting to the hundred people shot with something more than giving up? It's like, how are the guns still getting in there? And and how do the communities not see that the guns are just like the drugs that they tried to be controlled by? And what the fuck? You can get guns, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, you can get guns everywhere, anywhere. You try course. hard enough. You can find one. Of oh, course. Shit. I mean, it's, I, I kind of, I think Chicago, uh, itself is i mean look at look at chaz chop what whatever the nickname of it is now mm -hmm. uh i i think that's what it is but on a, on a huge or on a larger scale mo some areas you know uh right. there's a video where the warlord I, I i don't remember his name was was handing out ar-15s out of out of his fucking trunk <laughs> uh that's that's how i picture chicago you, t you go around the block and here you go, dog. Here's a here's a AR-15 <laughs> out of my trunk or something. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You it's know, an initiation. I, if you want to join the gang, they give you a gun. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's one of the most restricted uh, firearms cities in in the United States, but yeah. the you know, highest amount of death. The highest amount of deaths per firearm right. in the United States. So I mean, we got to figure. We gotta figure something else out as the government like hmm this isn't working right we should probably enact something else because people aren't following the laws i, I don't know it's well it the, the, like peop it's the people the people that are following the laws aren't being protected you right. know what i mean a three-year-old baby isn't there with a gun she's getting shot and nobody's protecting that baby yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's what's sad to me is that it's just sad. And like, I know Chicago, if you walk one block over, it's like high rises and rich people and gated community, you know, buildings, but then, you know, one block to the left and you're getting shot at. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it, but it's such a cool, like, it's such a cool town or city. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've, I've flown into uh, O'Hare and I, I got to kind of go around that area in a in a yeah. cab or i don't know if it was uber back then or not i think it was just a cab but i mean buggy. i haven't <laughs> buggy i haven't been to chicago for an extended period of time uh right you know but i, I think it has some old cool historical bones and mm -hmm. uh, but and and like the crime stays away from that like yeah. it's so weird like the tourist places even the crime says we need the tourists you know <laughs> yeah well yeah i just i don't know it's it's been like it seems like it's been like that for years and years and years right. and, you know every every once in a while you'll see something on on the news where so many people got shot this weekend or whatever and it's mm -hmm. it's more than uh the deaths of the U.S. service men and women in Iraq and Afghanistan. I mean, that's yeah. we're, so and, we're at war on our home freaking front here, and, uh, yeah. Americans against Americans, and that's what what the hell? We're, we're containing it and not trying. Yeah, what to, the hell? 
Do, I mean, do you guys have that problem in Seattle? Do you have those ghettos and the darker places? Yeah. Or play the poor, the poorer places. Well, I just I think so. Yeah. It's darker because the lights don't work because the businesses have to be like chained up and, you know, it's, it's, it's not darker by skin tone. It's darker by just lack of attention. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Lack of police, lack of whatever, you know? <laughs> whatever yeah i don't know if we have any of those you know thinking about it because like back in, you know in the early 80s 90s it was a uh, hilltop nobody wanted to go hilltop and it was notorious mm-hmm. yeah. nobody wanted to go mm. but now you go through hilltop and it's a beautiful community because they came through and cleaned it up you know they nice. revamped the houses and maybe they you know started selling houses off and started you know redoing and rebuilding and and just beautiful community now you go through hilltop you're like oh cool shalashan is like it was the same way and it's beautiful That's too cool. you know so now you have you know these these notorious places that were just horrible uh now are beautiful so now i wonder who put the money in i wonder if it was like private or if it was if it was the you know the state or if it was a combination of the two possibly possibly yeah why not gentrify one of those towns and just put all the homeless in it <laughs> right in the middle of everybody McNeil so Island. we're not getting rid of them. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, you guys have a bay freighters come in. You could just put them all in those containers, ship them over to China. Well, they are. They are. <laughs> Already. Maybe we should send our immigrants to them. Well, well, you know. <laughs> Oh, you know, uh, the, UFC, the UFC has got to fight Island. You know, I'm just saying. Right. I'm making a dollar a day making iPhones, but it's better than what I was doing in the U.S., right? right? Doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Rice is good. Yep. Well, shout out to the Deschutes Coffee Company. Ooh, Deschutes. Selena and uh, Danielle are working mm-hmm. there, slinging drinks. Just saying. I love it. You know interesting what this whole homeless crisis man is still very rampant it's always going to be a topic it's always going to be something that's going to be there it's always going to be something that somebody has a solution for or something that nobody has a solution for Mm -hmm. Uh, what do we do there's there's solutions we just have to slowly work at them it's just everybody makes us pay attention to everything all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no hey uh speaking of uh solutions we are now in phase three of opening Yay. up. So now it's like, you know, populations, uh, restaurants are now over capacity of what, 50? Now that's 75%, I think it is. Movie theaters are now up to 75 or 50%. Um, outdoor recreational activities, there are groups of uh, 50. Um, nice. But uh, so, Sean. Sean's whole town can finally get together at one time. Oh, hell yeah, all 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys get a week. Shout out to Jacob. Hell yeah, shout yes. out to Jacob. Yeah, I actually, I need to schedule an appointment. I got, I got, oh, put right that now. thing back on. <laughs> Looks like yeah, a bunch yeah. of spiders are having a meeting on your head. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to talk. <laughs> yeah, man, I, uh, it's pretty cool though, you know. We're phase three now. Uh, the gym is opening back up, so now I can resume my PT. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is you gonna take precautions? You're gonna wear masks, sanitizer, all that stuff. You're gonna wear the nope. the bed sheet over yourself, <laughs> you know. You know, here's the thing 
I want to do what's best for the sheeple around me. You know what I mean? I go. want to protect myself, but I don't want to wear a mask. But at the same time, I know that people are scared. So what do I do? Do I do the selfish thing and do what I want to do? And is that, you know, going against the grain like I always do? Or is that something that I just want to, you know what? The, you know, grandma over here who's running a fucking marathon on the treadmill is wearing a goddamn mask. And I should probably wear a mask because she's afraid. You know, do I? I don't I don't like wearing the mask either, and I'm wondering why. It it's suffocating. It you know after yeah. a while it, it you know yes. it it's, it gets hot. So we used to play. Look for example, let's tie it into music real fast. Slipknot wore masks on a regular basis, and I just mm-hmm. wrenched in sweat on the inside of that. I'm like, God damn, you know that's pretty brutal. The other night I was working on the freeway doing crack seal, and I wore my training mask, which is a half mask, huh. Huh. all night. Wow. And the temperature, the temperature of that crack seal machine was just like, oh my God, I am going to die. Yeah. I'm going to die. I've been there, yeah. And I wore that fucking mask the whole time I was working because I didn't want to smell that fucking, you know, <laughs> that, that whatever was that asphalt that we were pouring out. And it was hot. Yeah. I got done and I unwrapped my mask and I just like tipped it out and was like nothing but sweat right out of that. I'm like, damn. Okay. All right. So now if I go work out, you know what? Fuck it. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I mean, I go to the store and it's not like, I don't know. I just don't want to wear a mask. I want to stay away from you. I don't want to get closer to you, you know? Right. And it seems like to me, the mask says, this is what I'm using to save the world so we can be normal again. Mm-hmm. And people get close to you and they're like, they think they can. And I don't want that. Just stay away from yeah. me. And the, Not wearing the mask seems to tell people, Stay away from me. Yep. You know? <laughs> and then, or what I like to do every once in a while in the store, I'm like, you know, <laughs> 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 right. go, oh, you know, yeah. Peace out, motherfucker. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I think I really need to get back to PT. I really like to avoid surgery. I'd really like to get back to being, you know, physically active and healthy so I think, you know, if I have to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. I have a training mask exactly for that. You know what I mean? Okay. I will sanitize because now the gym I go to is like you have to sanitize prior and after, which is hmm. okay. That's what we do anyway. That's what you do before you jump on a machine, go lift weights, do run a treadmill, whatever. Yeah. You, you sanitize the machine afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you'd hope that somebody had done it before you. So now before and after, sure, whatever. You know, I'll do that. No, they're making it all touchless to get in. Cool. All right. So I don't have to like show my tag or just check in at the door. Yeah. Cool. All right. Do that. Yeah, that's cool. So whatever. I'm down. And I okay. think that I will. Man, you know, I'm just really torn. I, you know, I'm just really torn. But I think that, you know, in society now where everybody's you're so fearful of, you know, going against the norm and, you know, not wanting to. Mm-hmm. to be upset get anybody upset or you know people are scared but people are trying to stay healthy and trying to be healthy so i think that if they require me to wear a mask i will wear a mask i'll go in there i'll do it sure that's cool because now i know that everybody in the gym is already frightened enough already 
Yeah. And now with Fear Insley making it a mandatory, you know, uh, requirement to wear this mask. Okay, cool. Great. Now you just like, hey, I saw somebody say, uh, wearing a mask 100 days after the initial onset <laughs> is like wearing a condom at a baby shower. That's funny. Absolutely. It's so true. And besides, it's like, it's like telling you to do what you're already doing. Right. Don't you hate when your mom does that? You're, you're, you're starting to do the dishes and she's like, do the dishes. And you're like, fuck you. I just started them. You know, now I don't want to. That's how it feels like wear the mask. Yeah. But I've already been doing that protecting myself. I don't need you to force me, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, man. I mean, it is what it is. So I'm, I, I'm not going to wear mask. Um, I have, uh, Iraq-induced asthma and the onset of COPD from the burn pits in Iraq. So wearing a, a mask long period of time uh, is not fun for me. No, I bet. Uh, I, I saw a video uh, of a gentleman. He was doing like a – he had like a – I don't even know what it's called. I, I have It's like an oxygen reader. So he breathed into it or had it right here in his mouth. And it had a level of oxygen that was the uh, OSHA approved safe uh, amount of oxygen you need to breathe. Put the mask on, did a test, and it was below the OSHA standard for safe breathing. Uh, just standing there, not doing any kind of activity, anything like that. Damn. So it's kind of interesting. And then also, from what I've read, obviously, not a doctor, not a nurse, nothing like that, no medical background. Uh, you know, it's, the mask is for the person to keep stuff out of the air, not coming into the mask. It prevents stuff from getting out, right. not in. So right. if you're sick, you're wearing the mask. Uh, you're not getting those water droplets or whatever. However, the uh, COVID-19 is uh, being transferred these days because it's gone around from oh it doesn't live on surfaces to it lives on surfaces and oh we're gonna wear a mask oh masks don't do anything i mean jesus christ pick a pick a thing here but <laughs> yeah. uh I, I i think here in the future you're going to see some lawsuits against the state of washington and uh from what i've read it's you're violating the citizens rights by making them uh the governor has to go through legislation to an, enact a law uh, punishable by a uh, crime. That's, that's how that works. That's how RCWs are formed. Yeah. So you, as a governor, there, there's a bunch of other, there's, there's a bunch of other legal stuff that they're able to do in emergency situations, stuff like that. But again, you, you go back to, Hey, it's a hundred days after this shit started. Is it really an emergency now to be charging people with misdemeanors after you've let out, uh, various criminals from prisons early stuff like that because of the COVID-19. I mean, yeah. come on now. Yeah. I mean, you're really, you're really putting a fork in your, in your, uh, your run for governor. If you are running again. Yeah, exactly, right. man. Yeah, I think the, the cool thing that come out of that, the whole misdemeanor, you know, the governor saying it's going to be a punishable by misdemeanor or whatever. Uh, the Snaza brothers, you know, I, I know them. I know them very well. Yeah. I, I've them and hang out with them and drink beer with them. Oh hell yes! Yeah. So the Snaza brothers are going against that directive to punish anybody with a misdemeanor. Um, 
they already have to do so much bullshit. They have to protect themselves, and you, especially with the climate that we're in right now. Everybody against the police departments, everybody against the, the sheriffs and, and all this, you know, this, some of it's misconception. Some of it is actually, you know, we, it's very visible. We see, but there, you know, what about the good cops? You know what I mean? That's what I was saying. We, we support the blue line and we try to give them the benefit of the doubt. And what happens, sometimes we are proven right and sometimes we're proven wrong, right? So the Snaza brothers are saying that they are not going to enforce that law. Okay, cool, fantastic. Lewis County and Thurston County. Thurston, yeah. Yeah. So John, is it John in, in Lewis County? Oh gosh, I get them mixed because they're 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 twins. And so John uh, and John, let's just call them John and John. <laughs> <laughs> the twins are not going to enforce that. Fantastic. I think, it, I think it's Rob. Uh give me one second here. Let me look this up. But that's fantastic. Okay, cool. Right on. Yeah. So now that Lewis County is Robert. Robert Snaza. And then John is yep. up here. Yes. Okay. So they're they're yep. not going to enforce that. That's fantastic. That's going right up against the governor. Now that's exactly what Culp did. You know what I mean? Yep. So cool. Right on. That's fantastic. They do so now they are at their own discretion are wearing masks, you know. You, whether they need to or not, um, they do that for their own safety. If they pull somebody over, for sure. <clears throat> excuse me, they want to. They talk to somebody. They want to see their face. Obviously, they're going to have to see their face. But if that person, what if that person doesn't want to wear their mask or doesn't want to take their mask off? Is that something that they're going to, you know, how are they going to deal with that? How can I verify their their identity? Is what I'm thinking. Is like if they're looking at that person, like, oh, well, I don't, I can't see his face. He had me an ID. It could be him. It could not be him. Hey, slow down, sir. Send him off. Or what if we? Yeah, yeah. Hey, have a nice day. See you later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you, you have the COVID. Get out of here. You know, be gone with yourself. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, then it brings it brings into like so. Say, as a sheriff or a a police chief, that your your department's going to enforce this uh, order, law, whatever you want. To, uh, the governor's calling it. Mm -hmm. Um, you're going to run into some um, issues with, okay, so I have an asthma. Mm -hmm. I have the onset of COPD, so I, I'm choosing not to wear one, and I'm exempt right. from wearing one ba based off of the verbiage of this order or law. Um, so couldn't you or Jason just be like, yeah, I've got asthma? That that you you can't. There's there's a lot of things you can't start to do. You can't be asking medical questions like you're gonna violate direct their, violation. Yeah, you're gonna violate their. Uh, there's some ADA laws stuff like that. Um, you, you're looking at getting your department sued pretty freaking easily if somebody uh, a half wit lawyer got a hold of this. You're gonna get sued. Yeah. And for what? Oh, you got to wear a, a mask, or you don't have to wear. I mean. It's it's a personal choice. It is a personal choice, and I think that's you can stay home if you want. You can go out if you want. I mean, you know, I think that if you're the the rule should still be there. It's common sense. If you're sick, stay home. You're not feeling well, stay home. That's what leave is for. That's what sick leave is for. Whatever it is that you got, you you're accumulating, stay home. That's plain and simple. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If you want to go out, hey, wear. If you have to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you have an underlying condition, you can't wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Do not put yourself yeah. in a situation where you're going to have to really require medical attention because then you're going to have more people coming in, you know, and put in a situation where you're going to have to be 
exposed to people. So, well, don't put me, don't put me in a situation where I got to be exposed to you just because I'm living my life. Exactly. Well, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, if you're sick at a time like if, now, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you have. If you have a, a, a cough or a cold, whatever, mm-hmm. stay the hell home. Stay <laughs> or stay, just stay, home. stay away from people exactly. or, that's, that's, or wear the mask. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, common sense. Yep. It, it common sense. It shouldn't have to be, hey, you're going to be charged with a misdemeanor if you don't wear a mask, Come on. you know? Right. I mean, because why, why aren't we wearing goggles and earplugs? Ex- exactly. Because that's the three uh, ways That's the three ways it gets into your yep. bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever that little hole, that uh, the yeah. tear duct, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's another way those droplets, those microscopic droplets mm-hmm. get in. Right. And, uh, you know, there's been some questionable stuff I've read about the mask, certain masks that don't even prevent because there's those droplets are so small and the exactly. masks don't have the uh whatever fiber count or whatever yeah. to stop those so what's the point of wearing a mask i mean you know you get all these kind of kind of issues with it that there's not yeah. a definitive answer at this point i think it's more like a reminder like yeah. the mat the mask is wearing a cast to remind you that your leg is broken yeah like because yeah. like wearing the mask is just like oh yeah that's right you know yeah. i got a social distance oh that's right i'm doing this right now because i just go on auto i got halfway to the store and I, the pharmacy and i was like shit i'm walking into a pharmacy and i don't have a mask like the one place sick people go you know yeah. i was like and i got like 12 masks sitting on my counter i just don't think of it you know yeah, and I'll, you know, I, I don't have a problem wearing a mask for a short period of time, for a couple of right. weeks. Uh, you know, Costco makes you, uh, I go to Costco mm-hmm. through, uh, once every three or four months for a 30-minute time, right. and I'm okay. Right. Uh, you know, if I'm going exactly into a pharmacy, uh, I'm going to probably put my mask on, but that, yeah. should, that should be my choice. Not a threatened. Hey, yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get. You know? I didn't kicked out of the pharmacy for not wearing a mask. Yeah, you know. And it just it should be. I mean, all of this should be common sense. Like. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's. I. I think it's. It's crazy that a governor of a state is just going to enact an order that hey, you're gonna do this. Okay. Well, let's let's ban let's ban smoking. Yes. Secondhand smoking is directly related to deaths, more deaths than mm-hmm. uh, the COVID-19 has had in Washington state. I mean, if yeah. we're going to be serious about people's health and not give them a choice, let's, yeah. let's be straight across the board. Because let's get rid of alcohol them. then. You, you, yeah. you know, uh, but they're not going to because that's, that's money in the state's pocket. See, I don't think, I think they should. No. I think we should always go towards less restriction. Absolutely. I believe, I believe that we have the right to make our own choices. And if we're smart enough people, we will, you know? Yeah. I stay at home most of the time. I don't really go out at the pizza guy, man, the pizza guy doesn't want to come near me, you know, and I don't blame him. I don't want him near me. On the other hand, I had a friend over last night. Thank you, Erica. We didn't wear masks at all. And, you know, now I'm for the next 14 days, I'm going to be kind of like, Hmm, you know, for sure. sure. So now you're pregnant. I mean, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go see my buddy who takes care of his elderly mom. You know, I'm not going to get in a car with him for 14 days, but I might see another Erica. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Sure, exactly. I mean, just you got to make my... smart decisions, but they should be your own, not you're going to do this yeah. or you're going to jail. Right. Like, come, on, yeah. come on. I mean, treat us like human beings. I think that once you get around a collective of a group of people that, you know, that are 
are being safe, that have taken their temperature, whatever it is that they, they're, they're sitting their own precautions. Mm-hmm. And I think that you get around that with the amount of people. While Adam is freezing and taking his, he's lagging right now. So we're <laughs> just going to say Adam has a beard is sponsored by bohosold.com, trail skate shop, and the refined man.club. Go visit all three of those. If you are in America, if you're an American, visit Adam has a beard on Spotify, Pandora, tune in radio, Google play. And Adam is back. What's up, Adam? dude. I just think that you know, <laughs> I hope I'm not freezing man, because it seemed to be good. And it said all of a sudden, sudden the internet connection unstable. Is it America that's unstable or is it my internet connection? <laughs> all of the above, all of the above. <laughs> It's because we're riding on things that we built that our generations before built this shit and we're just taking it for granted. There's dams out there that like Irish men fell into the concrete building and they're in there. They're dead in the Hoover Dam, you know, yeah. and, and now like kids these days is like, oh, that's just a big piece of concrete. Fuck, you know, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's like if you only knew the history of right the empire state building being built and then like people just like yeah it's just a building no that was everything <laughs> it was everything back then, huh? <laughs> I was the- people died making that and now kids are th- these days they're like oh i'm gonna be a surgeon yeah with no with no even education for it they just think they can do it because they deserve yeah. it they don't have to work for it yeah i'm gonna <laughs> hand them a piece of paper you know what i'm gonna hand myself a piece of paper you know what it says on this piece of paper right. attorney god attorney of what i don't know i'll figure it out don't worry about it if you gave me one chance to talk to one person of course it would be god <laughs> so that's who i want to be i want to be god give me a degree in that <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll take a degree on that too <laughs> you know or a horror horticulturist oh i mean a horticulture excuse me <laughs> oh yeah so did you hear that like uh what is it? The, the Justice Department started investigating marijuana businesses like illegally just because they didn't like the marijuana business, not because they did anything wrong. Wow. What's the right. point of that? It makes zero sense. I, don't know. I mean, if it's being legalized everywhere in the, the state levels, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really legally recognized in the federal levels. Okay, cool. I get it. You know, then then they want to do their little investigation but what if it's benefiting the communities it is benefiting well, the communities. It, it is there's a uh, washington there's, state there's two thousand i think it was 2017 um there was mm, i don't know how much freaking revenue i think it was like 700 and something million dollars in revenue that's the that's the outtake of it that's the tax yeah. taxes of that so i see why you guys are being furloughed you know yeah <laughs> they're misappropriating money that's already been sitting oh, out there shit. you yeah. know i oh mean i'm about to be furloughed you know one day a week starting this week you know my sunday is my monday my, my days are all mm-hmm. fucked up so that's that's what i'm i'm off and then every day for july and then every one day a month until like november or december well, i know you yeah. can go to get some therapy if you if you want to come do that some little gun therapy some uh <laughs> yes of course i need some therapy i need some ammunition there therapy. You go. 
but I'm going to say that it's it's harder to get things done when Republicans own your house and then your Democrats own your governorship. They just Ridiculous. don't want to work together. So even if the even if the Republicans said, "Hey, Inslee, we want to do this for the people," he he's going to say no. And if he says, "Hey, let's do this for the people," they're going to say no. Yeah, that's just how politics is now, and that's what sucks. Yeah, there's there's a massive massive influx of of money that should be mm-hmm. out. That it's there. There. They took it out in taxes from the marijuana industry. Why not put mm-hmm. that back into the economy? Why not put that back into the state? What is the, what's the fucking deal? You know, Colorado did it. What they is did the it for deal? their education and their transportation yeah. systems. Uh, what about all these other states that are doing that too? You know, we're the only right. ones that are ass backwards collecting money. You, what are they using that money for? Where's that money going? What are they? Where is that money? Nobody going? knows. Even the state doesn't know. You can look it up. You can look it up. It's crazy. That is absolutely asinine. Places, but it's not. That is the worst. It was conducting a conduction of business that I've ever fucking heard. And I we've how do you how do you have any homeless in your state when you bring in that kind of revenue just from one industry? And then to lay off all you know to furlough all the state employees. Because let's not forget that you guys are a pretty big tech state. You guys have a lot of tech, a lot of. Like Starbucks was born in Washington, right? Like the revenue you guys got to be bringing in just from the businesses and then from the marijuana and then just from property taxes, like all these revenues. How do you have like bad education systems? You guys should be like at the top. Our teachers not making any fucking money. You know what I mean? Our teachers are, they don't just work the 8.30 or 9 to Mm 3.30. They work before they work after they work tirelessly yeah. on the weekends. Sometimes there's teachers that I know personally that take their own money and they ain't making shit already. They right. take their own money to buy supplies for things that they need for parties, for activities, for yeah. whatever it is mm-hmm. they need to do. They want to decorate their classroom that comes out of their own money, their own pocket. Yeah. We all have teachers in our families and we see them scrambling for construction paper and, you know, scissors and, yeah. And they still have, on top of that, have their own bills to pay. On top of that, mm-hmm. have their own children to raise and their own yeah. husbands or their own wives or their own whatever it is. They still have their own life to live and they're not yeah. making enough fucking money. But we have it sitting on a stockpile of money from the marijuana industry that is yeah. just sitting, going to pamper Inslee's panties. Get the I want to know. Out. I want to know where that money's going. I want to know where that fucking money's going. And it's irritating, man. It is quite irritating. It is frustrating. And it's one of those topics that I will headbutt somebody for. I want to get nice. to the bottom of it, you know? Why can't we should? Let's find out where that money is going. Who do we talk to? We need to talk to that person. We I want to talk to um, whoever is in charge of revenue for the state of Washington. Yeah. I'm done trying to find those people. Fuck them. I'm gonna find the information myself. Yep. That's you know, they're not do. gonna come on and they're not gonna come on and say, Yeah, we've been like screwing around with the money, you know. Yeah. They're going to be we just have we just have to find where and it's easy. Where is it going? It came in. Where does it go out? I'm just going to that's, drive that's, around a few of the state agencies here in in Olympia, and I'm going to look and see where all the Teslas are at. So there you go. We need to talk to Vicky Smith. Vicky Smith. She leads the Washington State Department of Revenue. Vicky Smith, come on, Adam has a beard. Okay, Vicky Smith, move it. You big. You've been called out. Shout out Vicky Smith. Shout out Vicky you could Smith. Say, you could save the state by just coming and talking to us. You driving a Tesla? That's Shout what I want to know. Smith. 
I think she's driving a Hyundai. She better be driving a, a Hummer. You know, win the Super Bowl, drive off in a Hyundai. <laughs> I think Vicki Smith is a hero. I think she's awesome. I bet you she's amazing and she's just like wants to tell her story. I bet you she wants to talk about it. She's like, I want to, I want to fix this. I can't be a part of this. We got to tell it. Yeah, we got to expose this. We got to, hey, this is where the situation is happening. This is how we can resolve it. Maybe she's got some ideas, right. man. Listeners, email Vicki Smith and tell her Adam has a beard is calling her out and shouting her out at the same time. 100%. Let's rally the troops. Let's get everybody fired up. Let's do this, man. We can, let's save our damn state, man. The politicians are just burying us in smoke. Well, let's tell them what to do instead of having them tell us what to do. This is our, we're paying their, right? their deals. Because don't forget that New York is moving on to zone four or stage four or whatever that is, you yep. know? Like there's states that are quarantining. Like you're not going to be able to go to New York because they have a lower threshold. I can't go to New York. They're banning me from Europe. They're banning me from Europe because I live in Florida. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is the sense behind it? makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. Well, I don't, they don't want more people like infected people. I'm gross now, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm gross. I'm gross. I'm contaminated. Sir, you need to wear a mask when you're speaking on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me man hand sanitizing your nutsack is mm, are you sure well because mm, i try stuff. to keep yeah i try to keep it shaved clean and tight i use you know the I sanitizing mean? lotion it's called k what is it oh. <laughs> that's the good stuff you will there you go you won't. It's so funny. As we're talking, my microphone drifts down, and then I start sounding like that. <laughs> oh, here I am. Oh, up here. Up here, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to Adam has a beard. <laughs> we would have where's my where's my beard lotion, by the way? Look at that. Where's my beard lotion? I gotta get this shit going on. I have a little bottle of beard lotion. The apocalypse. Shout out beard oil. It smells let's like, do it. Well, let's see what this one smells like. Teen spirit. I'm a little offended by the smell. It smells like a rich mahogany. Ooh, a rich mahogany. Mm. And I really okay. want the sandalwood. I don't want the, the mahogany. Right? Shout out to Harry Sandalwood fucking body lotion. That shit's the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was walking with my friend Rose in Walmart, and I was like, I don't know what body lotion to get. I just always get like this. And she's like, that's bullshit. No, get this. And I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, man, the whole apartment just smells like sandalwood every time you shower. And I was like, then I'm using only this from now on. <laughs> Isn't it funny that we just like, you know, as, as dudes, we're not educated on, hey, get yeah. this lotion for your, for your face and get this lotion for your butthole. Yeah. Oh, get this. Right. Use this. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm just going to use this Jergens and then fucking wear tidy whities How about it. that, bro? Nope. Jergens head to toe. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wear this fucking the, this face mask and you got to wear this mahogany oil and you. I love oh, it. Fuck, dude, this is so confusing. Why can't we just have a. And look, Sean doesn't use any of that. And he looks like the most manly man in this he conversation. He uses Crisco you know I mean? and cow oh, shit. Look at him. I know. He uses armor. He uses Brillo as a loofah. <laughs> he does. He's a he's a man. He's a man. He's a he man. gives credibility to all of us, you know. I don't use any lotion, I don't think. Oh, bro. <laughs> Just personal. water, right? Probably, probably should though. 
Just water and some sandpaper and whiskey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Russian> <laughs> <with> whiskey. <laughs> I, I have been known to do that on a, on a camping trip or two. Yeah. Heck yeah. Kills all the germs. Yeah. Hell yeah. It does. Affects you while you while you uh while you exist. Hell yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if alcohol is a disinfectant, we should be drinking way more. Mm. exactly maybe that's the way we should get rid of covid Man, by just getting drunk you know here's here's my situation with that so i find myself i'm like oh fuck i'm gonna drink some bsb and then i'm like thinking to myself i make a horrible decision and drink some white claws don't don't ever don't please don't too much sugar man too much uh, sugar uh with the bsb yes no, no, uh, no, white claws. The white well, claws. BSB, yeah, BSB's got a lot of sugar in it too. Yeah, a lot more than the white claws. The white claws are like a refined urine. <laughs> We're going with rum chata, huh? And then I moved <laughs> to wine. And that's my problem. I moved to wine. When I started drinking, this wine is Honeywood. Is it Honeywood or Morningwood wine? I don't know what it's called. It's oh, probably hey. Honeywood. And then I started drinking that peach or that pear, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm then I'm like two bottles in, and I'm like, Jesus, what right. happened to my brain? And then I realized there's no yeah. COVID there, so might as well keep going. Might as well. <laughs> That's how I am with white Russians. I never had one, and some girl kept feeding them me, and I was just so drunk. Oh, you know? dude, I, I remember <laughs> when the, the Big Lebowski came out, and I was all about them white Russians. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you guys like uh, Bloody Marys? Oh, yes. yes. So uh, while I was down in Oregon at my buddy, Mark Togney, shout out to Mark Togney. So Mary's Mixers. Mm-hmm. So it's Bloody Mary Mix. Mm-hmm. It, they're a small batch company. They don't have any preservatives. Um, they make their own, they ha- make their own vegetables, all that stuff. Chop them up, put them in the mix. Um, they're made I want in it. Portland. Uh, yes. Gluten free, MSG free, mm. and I believe he is the company is one of the only ones that are they're starting a CBD, uh, Bloody Mary mix. Nice. They have margarita mix. Oh man, uh, they're getting into some other stuff. But man, I I'm a huge Bloody Mary man, and you know mm-hmm. you got the cheap stuff that's eh doesn't really hit the spot. Now this stuff, right. this stuff is the same price. Um, and it is delicious. Like my mom, my mom used to call Bloody Mary's breakfast. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they're super filling, but I mean, they're good. You just get a, just get yeah. a bit of a big old cup and just enjoy yourself. And piece of celery, you got yes. breakfast right there. Yeah, but you guys, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I've got a bunch of bottles he gave me. Yeah. So nice. Uh, I will, I will get you guys some. Yeah. See what you guys nice. think. But yeah, yeah, we'll drink it on air and we'll just talk about yeah, it. Right? Yes, no, yeah. They're really Fucked good though. Up. They're really yes. Yeah. Drunk, drunk session uh Thursday. <laughs> oh dude, hell <laughs> right. Sign me up for that now, bro, because I will gladly glad yeah. I, there, hey, and and if we're if we're looking for something to drink, I want to say a uh, shout out to Riverside Brewery who makes that old fashioned beer that I've been dreaming about since Eaton mentioned it. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, dude, yes, eighteen is all about that shit. Holy shit! Right, and he mentioned some drinks, and I was like, "Wait, the picklebackers? What the fuck? I want to try that so bad." Yeah, now, you know? pickle, is that a pickle beer? <laughs> it, it's like a. You you drink pickle juice after your shots yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jameson and pickle yeah. juice. Yeah, Jameson and pickle juice. Mm-hmm. Take a oh, shot of Jameson man. and do the pickle juice. Mm-hmm. I never did it, but I want to do it. It's delicious. 
it's just and it hydrates you. That's what the problem is. Is why they, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, God, help me, Jesus. And all of a sudden you drink that pickle back and you're like, Whoo, okay, I'm back to life. <laughs> nice. God, yes. Okay, yeah. But I'm I'm a guy that does chasers of tequila after my tequila. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm the guy who's so throwing I, up after tequila. Yeah, I'm not a huge, <laughs> I'm not a huge tequila fan, but my mm-hmm. wife picked up some uh I think it's Hornitos. Oh. Hornitos. It's like yeah. a guava, yes. a, a guava tequila. <gasps> Yep. Man, I, I'm telling it's you, good. I cannot do Jose Cuervo shots, nothing like that, because I'm just like, ah. no. <laughs> but this is, it's it's pretty darn smooth. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. It is. I had a guy bring that back to me from Mexico, and it oh. was just awesome. You know what I mean? Whatever it is that is in tequila, dude, I'm allergic to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the only problem. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to drink it. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it, let's have a shot. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, tequila. That's all right makes sense i don't even have tequila in the house because i'm afraid like i even look at it i'll start throwing up mm, that's my southern comfort Oof. Oof. like if i smell southern comfort i'll throw oh up. god man seven and seven mm. Mm. southern comfort mm. and squirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's get fucked up on the air let's do that dude <laughs> let's, do let's, do let's do that you know let's get it let's make some bloody marys and sit here and bullshit man see what you know what? Because yeah. it's good. This conversation will get spicy real quick. Yeah, we'll find. Yeah, we'll uh, find out. You guys will send me your address, and I'll send you guys a couple bottles. Or I love give it. you one, Adam, when I'm up in Olympia next time. Fuck yeah, dude! Fucking yeah. drop on by, dude. Let's fucking hang out, play some cornhole. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. So speaking of uh, departments in Washington State, um, so I've been applying for unemployment for. Yeah, I'm going on eight weeks. I yep. haven't got a single freaking check. Uh, thank God my mortgage company, I, I don't know the name of it. I wish I really did because I'd give them a shout out. Uh, they've extended my payment for a little while, so we're okay. But uh, I believe they called in the National Guard to help the department, Washington State Department of Unemployment unfuck themselves. I was just talking about this yesterday, like, last night. You are, you are wow. a state agency, and you are so jacked up that – they're calling in the National Guard to fix your screw up. I mean, that's that's bad. Now the that's bad. Wow. Now the the good and the bad thing. Okay, so the ESD Employment Security Department is absolutely already understaffed as it is. Right, we've had the lowest uh, unemployment rates before COVID hit. You know, then all of a sudden this thing happens, and then all everybody's unemployed. Everybody's off work. Now you have this massive influx. So you went from let's just let's just throw out hypothetical numbers. None of these numbers are fucking actually true because I don't have any information in front of me. Let's just say it, we were at 100 people unemployed, hypothetically 100 people. Okay, now we went from 100 people to boom, almost three million people. Let's just say there's three million people in the state of Washington. Well, they're unemployed. Uh, boom, you have now you have backlog, huge backlog. My kid is still not have received a check from her for unemployment. You know what I mean? Now you have yeah. received a check. And to, to get the National Guard, I thought it was a good idea, right? Well, I think it's a great idea after you give $30 million of my, uh, not mine, but Washington citizens' money to a Nigerian fraud thing. That's, that's why the National Guard was called in. So I actually received my week one payment, easy breezy, right. no problem. And then that happened between week one and week two. 
and then they wanted a copy of my uh, social security card and my driver's license through electronic uh, means. Yeah. So you want me to send a picture of my social security card through electronic means and you guys just gave $30 million to yep. uh, Nigerian guys because they said they were Washingtonian. I mean, yeah. Mm, so I did that. And then after that, I, my wife, not me. I have to give credit to my wife. She's spent, oh gosh, I don't know, probably days on the phone, hours and hours and hours. And we haven't gotten a, a, an answer of what's wrong with my applications or what's wrong, what's going on. Like, just be straight up. Don't send me to a different department and then send me to a different department, but put on hold. I mean, you got to have a script in front of you. Jesus. I mean, yep. it's that easy. And, you know, if, if there's, you know, there's a huge influx, like you said, so people are out of jobs. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, while I have you on the phone, sir, would you like to apply for a uh, Washington state unemployment department? We're hiring. I mean, be even, resourceful. If it's, even if it's be temporary, tempor yeah, temporary. Hey, you know, we have these job openings because, uh, you know, they, they did waive the, uh, oh, looking, searching for job period until July, I believe yeah. the mandatory thing they used to have, yep. which I, I, I think is great, uh, for now. Uh, but with that, like, Hey, did you know that we're hiring? Well, I'll have you on the phone. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll send you an email. What's your email? I'll send you an application. Uh, this is the pay rate, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, use this time to get people jobs, not screw the whole system up where you have to get the national guard in there. And, you know, and it, I'm it fortunate enough to not lose anything yet, but if we keep continuing down this road, I'm probably going to lose a vehicle, uh, which. It is what it is. I, I mean, we're, we're blessed to have a couple other vehicles. I just bought a, got a BMW by from Mark Togney. Thank you, sir. He hooked, <laughs> he hooked a brother up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it just, there, there's gotta be an easier solution to it. And I know it's probably madness there. I couldn't imagine, uh, you know, those, those wonderful people are just doing their jobs. And I think it's the system is jacked up in whole. It needs, it needs kind of revamp just like uh, the police, the whole police, uh, force in america there needs to be some revamping there so i don't i don't know yeah now to go back to e, the, the national guard dude you, you're telling me you're bringing in national guard so now you got to train all these national guard right. you know right. what i mean to 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 deal with all these sensitive information like social securities dates of birth um names uh all the all these things that so now you got to train these guys who have to help a department out Okay, I get it. Sure. But just the other day, we found out that there was a uh, hundred and some odd positions open for um, open and they were hiring ESD. Yeah. You know, yeah. hire people, fucking hire people yeah. that you're giving them benefits to or those who applied for. I got friends who, who applied for and are working and I don't see those friends anymore. You know why? Because they're fucking busy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And let's just say that like America is screaming for a demilitarization of our institutions. So shoving the national guard into an institution <laughs> and is kind of like saying, screw you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. I mean, you know, give people jobs, give people, give jobs. people jobs. I mean, if, if there's such a high demand of jobs in this department, it would be very easy while you're on the phone. Yeah. So we're actually going to do an interview. Mm -hmm. I have my uh, supervisor right here. We're going to put you on speakerphone. Uh, we're just going to ask you a series of questions, you know, fill out this pre-employment background security checklist, uh, and yeah. we'll get back to you within three days. I, I don't know. 
Yep. There, or there, even there's worse. There's solution to this. Why? Why? If Adam's going to be furloughed for a day, why not give him a different job, contact tracing or something, calling people and saying, "Hi, you were in contact with somebody that had it. Do you have it? Do you have symptoms? Who are you in contact with?" Yeah. Like that's the shit that needs to be done right now to protect like people from COVID. And they're just saying, Hey, you know, we have these people, let's just screw them. Let's just make them. It's not even an offer. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. But it's the, it's the easiest out for the state, the the government to just say, you know what, we're going to save some money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But are they going to, are they going to get any money? You're going to get screwed, but. Is is the National Guard going to be working one day a week, like filling potholes for Adam, eventually? Because they're the catch-all for everything. Are our 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 cops going to be delivering us donuts like Ooh. Uber Eats? You know, that's what I'm trying to understand here. You know, because because right now our first responders, our ambulance drivers, our paramedics, those guys get paid minimum wage. And a lot of times they don't have a supervisor, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They only have to be supervised by radio, but these guys are straight out of like, I don't know, like fresh out of school and they're, they're saving lives and being put under immense pressure. And we don't pay those guys. We don't pay them enough. You know? We don't pay them enough. Right. Our teachers, they're on the front lines. They're not getting paid enough, but suddenly cops have to like do everything. And in this climate and culture right now, this is the, they are have to do everything but they're also being roasted. Yeah, yeah. right. Yep. But now we're having now we're having our military do everything else that the cops can't do? <sighs> like clerical work? Yeah. Seriously? But yeah, like you said, you go back to the people want to not have a militarized police department, right. not have this, but oh, hey, sorry guys, we got to put the National Guard in. <laughs> what the hell? To do, no to do paperwork. To do paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. To deal with your sensitive I mean, information, we're just going to have to put the National Guard out there. Yeah. Guess what? Good luck. Yeah. But yet Chicago can't put National Guard on streets where 100 people get shot in a weekend. In a week, get the fuck out. What the fuck? Yeah, that's, I, I think that's more deaths from COVID in, in a weekend, you know? I don't mm-hmm. know. So, so I don't know. you know, I'd venture to guess it's probably not even close to that. I, Man. It's just, it's sad, you know. It's just ask backwards, backwards or if that's the yeah. term, yeah, you know. But, but I honestly believe that it's ass backwards because people aren't paying attention to it. Yeah, they're you wandering. Know? Like I honestly. said before, Donald. Thank you, Donald Trump, because before Donald Trump, we didn't give a fuck. Oh, you know, nobody cared you about the politics I mean? or anything like that. No, nobody gave a shit. Right. I mean, Obama defunded the military. I didn't find that out till like last month. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that was a big like, thing. That was a huge But it was a big thing to our military, right? Yep. It wasn't a big thing to me, but it was a big thing to people that I care about. And yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, I had, and, uh, you know, had guys that were, they were still in. Uh, and when that happened, I believe they went for like 13 days without getting paid. But, but they're yeah. still coming to work. They're still training, you know, uh, yep. if they're deployed, if they're deployed, you know, they're still in danger. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yep. But all the while, you know, senators, uh, legislators, uh, mm-hmm. the president, whatever, they're, they're all making their hundreds of thousands of dollars. Assholes. Yep. You know, well, and there, yep. there were some that said, you know, I'm not taking a salary until, until uh, the American uh, forces get theirs. And so, you know props to those people but it was few few and far between 
remember the government shutdown you yep. know what i mean all of those people didn't get paid for like three months yeah that's that's crazy yeah it's just insane it is insane it's like it's like a petty fight between mom and dad and where the kids just getting slapped down every day you know <laughs> exactly eat your vegetable eat your vegetable shut up and go stand in the corner you know <laughs> oh Fuck. shit hey do you remember i asked you guys uh you know this t- all ties into oh well, i don't know how it ties into it. you know what fuck it, i'm just gonna tell you guys <laughs> i asked my buddy three questions okay i'm just gonna read all the questions and i'm gonna read all the answers okay first question nice. i asked him was is it legal to beat up an old if they're suspected of dui under the influence of mushrooms or pcp while wearing a mask because of you know mask safety right the second question i asked was can one wear a mask and still conceal carry as long as they wear a mask to protect oneself from the COVID-19? I remember that one. Okay. I give you, I could give you the answer to that one now. And number three was if a carload of Mexicans pulled up to a carload of African Americans next to a room full of blue waffle sponsors, is it illegal to observe and to participate in the lemon party? Okay. Now the answers. Question number one, <laughs> PCP is a hell of a drug. So depending on the circumstances. Okay. All right. Question number two, of course, was the hey, shout out to PCP by the The answer to number two is yes, have your ID with you and at least wear something more than a mask so you didn't get an exposure charge. (laughs) (laughs) If you're wearing the mask on your genitals, does it still count? Wear more than a mask, and then because I discharge from there just as much as I do from my mouth, you know. I got some I got some amazing friends, you know. Shout out Big Spoon. Shout out Big Spoon. You know, I can't tell, give you his real name because he works for a department here. Just, uh, gotcha. Oh, so what's this lemon party? What's, what's <laughs> don't this ever look it up. The uh, the purple waffle thing? What's going on <laughs> here? Yeah. No, I don't think I'm going to. Oh god, I did twice. Uh shout shout out to Purple Waffle. Oh Jesus, help me. Help me. <laughs> God, help me. But yeah, so now you can, you know, of course, if you're wearing a mask, you know, uh, you can conceal carry, but just have your ID on you and be very right. compliant. Don't, if you're wearing a mask and they see a gun, they're going to ask, they're going to ask questions. Hey, do you have your proper paperwork? I've, it's, it's already happened to me. They ask, hey, do you have your proper paperwork? Can I see the firearm, please? Can just wow. for the safety of others. And my response was, well, my my real response was yes, absolutely. You know what, officer, go ahead. You know, I'll go ahead and you know turn around. Um, I put my hands where you can see them. Go ahead, and I'll back up to you. Whatever it is you need to do. He's like, no, just fucking, just come over here. Get, just give me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he was cool so, about so it. So you did you file a lawsuit with the ACLU because they discriminated Fuck against no, you? No, dude, you're I was Mexican, and you know what I mean. Did you did you film it and like? send it to the papers and say i'm mexican so Fuck, these guys no, he were was picking mexican on himself me. you know oh and he was a oh, bummer adam you're one chance and oh i know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna wait a minute so latinos are in our in our police department yeah, hell yeah what hell yeah dude hell yeah okay and you know congratulations you can, always, you can it's just being you can always tell a good person you know yeah. if you're gonna be a good person be a fucking good person at all times not Let's shout out our police. Let's shout out our police officers. Absolutely. 100%, man. I mean, they already got a fucked up job as it is. And half of them just want to do for the community, right? You have one or two bad fucking apples. We've already discussed this plenty of fucking times. They should be roasted and Mm -hmm. ousted and get the fuck out. 
because you're but not by us, not by us, by the by the good by the good cops. 100%. It should never reach us. It should never. We should they should already be policing themselves. And that's you know, I believe that there are a lot of great cops here in 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 the city of Lacey, in the city of Olympia, city of Tumwater, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the sheriff's departments. You know, there's great people. But if you're you should just be raising standards, yeah, just be a good person, just be a good fucking citizen, and you know what? They're they're fucking people too. They are people too. Just yeah, hey, how are. you doing, man? You know, fucking, I was in a, in a line of a coffee shop. Not gonna mention Starbucks because we're not sponsored by those assholes. Uh, I was, you know, hey, can I can I buy you a cup of coffee? Oh well, we can't uh, accept. Uh, you know, I'm like, no, I'm asking if I could buy you a cup of coffee, yeah. not the fucking department. I told him. Sure. Okay. You know, simple conversation. Hey, you know what the conversation was about? Baseball. You know what that tells me? Fucking police officers are people too. Heck yeah. And sometimes they're having a bad day too. Yeah. You know, and who knows what they're dealing with and who knows what, what's going on with them. But you know what? Just a little simple, Hey, you know, let me buy a fucking cup of coffee. Hey, you mind if I Mm -hmm. shit on the sidewalk? That's, you know, it's two different things, two different conversations. Right. But, but if you are one of those good cops that turns your head and looks away from bad, bad stuff, because you just don't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe, maybe you're the problem. Maybe you're the problem and maybe you should figure that out. You know? That's all. It's all within ourselves. Look, I go on Twitter and I speak to podcast ethics and morals that we should all be, we should all be having serious conversations because we are the last free form of media. There's no other media out there that can say, fuck you, fuck, 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 Fuck. and get away with it except for podcasting. Mm -hmm. So we have a unique opportunity to to bring these conversations up. Yep. So I, in a way, I'm kind of trying to raise the standards and police the industry I'm in. And I just would hope that everybody does the same thing within their industry. Exactly. You were talking about policing yourselves as a firearm owner. I think that we, mm-hmm. I think that's why most of us want to join these clubs, these little uh, shooting yeah. ranges or, you know, become a bigger part where we can go train, you know, yeah. whatever. And I think that but, we should police ourselves. But maybe as that club, you should create a standards and ethics that you live up to and then reach out to other clubs in your area and say, would you guys like to sign on to this? And it could go from there. Mm -hmm. Instead of politicians saying, you got to wait 10 days for your goddamn gun. Mm -hmm. You're saying we are policing ourselves. This is what we're doing. And you're not telling us what to do, you know? Right. With everything, a fireman with a, fi- a lazy firefighter. Fuck you, lazy firefighter. You know, <laughs> it's the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing as the homeless guy on the street. Stop shitting on the street. You know what I mean? Damn it! I better stop shitting on the street. I mean, right? What? <laughs> maybe if maybe if you're in a group of homeless people and one of the homeless guys is shitting on the street, you should you should direct him to the hospital. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sir? like clean up the. Clean up your own community. I see worms in your shit, sir. You better get to the hospital. You know? (laughs) God. I I just think we have to clean up what's in front of us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's hard. It is. Sometimes it it isn't. I agree. But there's an admiral. I can never remember his name. And he's one of my role models. He said, make your bed in the morning because it's the first thing you'll accomplish and it's the last thing you'll appreciate. And I think between that, it doesn't matter what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You might you might fight and lose. You might fight and win. You know. You never know. You never but, know. But you know but, what? At least you tried. You got out of bed and you made your bed and you tried. You you went for right. it. My my friend had a post on Facebook like, well, can we call it Italian sausage? Can we play Chinese checkers? He's she's like, at what point is this ridiculous? And I was like, maybe we should just not insult people that we may or may not care about when they're just trying to live their lives. Mm -hmm. And she hearted that. She gets that because she's Italian. She doesn't want me calling her those names right. and putting those stereotypes on her. Right. She's a beautiful Italian girl, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get her mad because they have a temper. Oh, <laughs> that is an understatement, sir. That is a that's a stere that's a stereotype, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half Italian. So Shout I out to the Italians. That. Look, I had nothing to do with it. It's all Jason. I don't know where he lives, that he's somewhere. <laughs> Uh, Chicago. He lives in Chicago. Yes. Please send manicotti, tortellini, lasagna. I know. Pineapples on his pizza. Ooh, oh my god. Is that wrong? Not without barbecue sauce. Uh, don't ask an Italian. Oh, Canadian. A true Canadian. Italian. <laughs> you know what a great pizza is though? I found it. It was Italian beef with like the sauce instead of pizza sauce. It was the odd juice, and then it had like the jardinera on it, and it was like delicious. Oh, interesting. It was like a beef. It was like a beef on pizza. I loved it. I'm gonna have to start liking pizza. Mm. You don't like pizza? Fuck no. Oh, no. dude. I hate pizza, dude. Have you ever had smoked pizza? I got a smoker. Does that count? I got a smoker. Uh, I, I hope you have a smoker. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Oh. I got a smoker here. It's a foot tall. Oh damn, bro. <laughs> I smoked some ribs the other day, dude. Smoking ribs. Oh, no way. I fucking suck. Dude, I can't do ribs. It was my first attempt. It was my let's let's learn how to make ribs right now. Let's learn how to do it because I would love it. So there's a there's a three, two, one method that a lot of the I don't know what you call them, pit masters, barbecue masters use. Uh mm. I've kind of looked at that one. Uh, but there's, it's definitely an art. So when I smoked mine, you know, the, the, when you put them on, they're all flat, it's flat rack of ribs. And by the time it was done, you know, to temperature, the internal temperature you need, they had, the ends had folded up. I'm like, what the hell? That, that, yeah. The presentation, the presentation sucked. I was like, fuck. Uh. Uh, they tasted good, but you know, you got to have that presentation. So you get your little Facebook, Instagram picture. I, I love taking those, you know, yes. Uh, but yeah, their ribs are definitely one of those things. It's an art. So I've got to kind of research the three, two, one method, but there's some other, other different methods out there. I'll have to look up. I got smoked the shit out of a brisket. I'll tell you that much. Oh, dude, Ooh. I did a good one. I smoked it on there. It was on there for 12 hours and it was nice. It got to the internal temperature and everything, dude. I, you know, I did it for, I think it was like, is it the six? No, it wasn't 12 hours. It was 10 hours. So I did it for six hours uncovered. And then I put parts or butcher paper and I put it yes. for another four and then brought it out and let it rest for an hour. And yeah. Oh man, it came but out. It put it to sleep. And it was just like, you ever eaten a stick of butter? No. Yeah. Yeah. We have fried butter here in Florida. I don't know if I've actually eaten a stick of butter. Me either. I've never eaten butter, but I, the way. Shout out, shout out to deep fried butter. Mm, shout out to deep fried anything. Deep-fried Gouda cheese. You ever had that? Oh, Jesus. Now I'm fucking hungry. 
All right. Let's see. Me too. Little cook, cooking portion of the show now. <laughs> <laughs> cooking with Adam has a beer. Yeah, cookie brought to you by Boholesol.com. <laughs> if you'd like to donate butcher butcher cut meats, uh, Western meats. <laughs> yeah, right. The Monaco meats. Shout out to, shout out to Omaha Steaks. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so hungry now. I can, hey, Adam is in charge of our sponsorships, and I can tell him that there's a place to go where he can get sponsorships like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then we're going to spend our days going shout out, Omaha State. Yeah, shout the out, Sherry's for hours. It's like, shout out. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, the, the conversation, uh, you know what? We don't have no time for that. Yeah, thanks for coming right. and listening. Bye. Yep, shout out, shout out to Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I always thought an old Omaha Steaks would be a great sponsor just to get some free steaks. Oh, that'd be awesome! Shit, I'd eat the shit out of the steak. Now I think about it, you know. Fuck yeah, I'm thinking. I'm hungry now. Yeah. I don't know what to eat. Damn, I know exactly what to eat. So <laughs> I'm gonna go eat. <laughs> You're funny. I hope we got everybody hungry out there. Yeah, I hope so yes. because I'm hungry, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a barbecue well, me... spot that I'm gonna go hit. Yeah. What is a good barbecue spot? Mm. There is uh right down the street from us. Well, down the street, down a freeway on highway. What's the highway that goes in between Olympia and uh, Aberdeen? Is that 12? Yeah. Give me a second. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get the name right. Cause I'll, I'll screw that up. Never been there, but I know it's like one of the top five in the state. You're talking about ranch house. Uh, yeah. It's on black Lake by going or not black Lake, uh, black Hills. Excuse me. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's uh that's one of the top five barbecue places in the state of Washington. Love the Ranch nice. House barbecue pit. Let me tell you, that is such a fantastic place. Uh they they loaded a couple years ago, they were hit by that landslide, right? Yes. Then they rebuilt. And oh my god, the food is fucking amazing. Deep fried, shout out to deep fried macaroni balls. Oh fuck Ooh. yeah. Dude. That's what oh, I yeah. had some deep fried pickles there too, and some some brisket. Oh, Damn it! And they're like championship status on the barbecue. Yeah, you know, look at their look at their size of their barbecues. They got barbecue trailers. They they do catering. So I'd love to uh, oh. get married again, Ashley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw uh, a Fourth I, of July party. And I guess what we're doing? Let me see if they. Oh man! Mm-hmm. And crawfish. You gotta have crawfish too. Oh damn, dude! Oh man! Yeah. See, so you know about crawfish down there in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Damn, dude. I'll give a shout out to this place, Sonny's. I just found them and they have what's called a redneck egg roll with this just pork and coleslaw, you know, like <laughs> and deep fried. And man, that's, I think I'm going to go get that. Their ribs are great. You know what I mean? Because I went all over. There's a few places down here and looking for barbecue is like the thing to do down here. You know? Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's what I did when I visited the South, man. I was down there in Tennessee and uh, my mm-hmm. buddy Brad Carroll, he uh, took me around. And he was like, oh, we got to go check out all these barbecue spots because they don't nothing like this in Washington. So we're rolling around. We hit this one spot. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was in this backwoods, little tiny town. He's like, oh, dude, I used to, I get stoned and I come out here and I'll go to this spot <laughs> and walk up in there. And, and we're the only, you know, <clears throat> the only Mexican there for one. Hmm. And I got in and she's like, what you want? And I'm like, Oh my God. I want one of that. I want one of that. And I want one of that. And I right. sat down and inhaled 
this beautiful brisket, <laughs> this uh, corn on the cob, this and this chicken, whatever it was, man. Oh my God, smoked and it was like smoked for like days. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. So goddamn good. Then we went to this other spot, dude, and this spot was a uh, well, kind of sketchy when you pull up and there's half trailer says uh so-and-so's barbecue pit but the other half of the trailer is so-and-so's veterinary clinic (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah some tasty good uh no we didn't eat there yeah we did no we didn't eat there at all (laughs) i do have a question though like in chicago they have these things they're called like arm burritos like they're as big as your forearm Mm. Or your, you know, your bicep, they're just super big. Do you guys have things like that out there? Because mm-hmm. I think uh, Chicago isn't known for their pizza or their hot dogs, but their burritos. Uh, we have a couple of different places. The Ramirez Mexican restaurant um, here in Tumwater is, uh, has got this Mondo burrito that's pretty fantastic um, with the red sauce mm. or, or the green sauce. Yeah. Shit, they're both awesome. Yeah. They're both awesome. Uh, they're both awesome. Yeah. The food, the food trucks and stuff too. The ones that you nobody goes to or whatever. You're like, uh, I don't know. You hit them up, man. Yeah, hit them up. You'd be surprised. They, those have some massive burritos and just delicious. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Good times. Yeah, we are hungry. All right. Well, what do you want to do for shout outs, dude? What you got for shout outs there, we Sean? Just, we kind of shouted out the entire. Episode. I think we did. I know. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we may have, you know, just shouted out to everybody, you know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't have any, I mean, I guess I could shout out to uh, Officer Donald of the Olympia Police Department and Officer Bartz of the Lacey Police Department, since, since we both talked about those. Uh, I went to the academy, class 679 with those gentlemen, fantastic guys. Nice. I love it. That a boy, that a boy. Dude, I'm, you know, my shout outs today, you know, shit, I've, I've given everybody shout outs, man. I mean, my shout out is to the humans who still believe that there's a way to resolve conflict without violence. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. Not you, Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. Sit back down. Not you, Gandhi. But everybody else. You know I love Gandhi. I know you do. Gandhi can you can stand back up then. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean I my shout outs to those people who believe, who still believe, who still have hope, you know. All right. I love it. I'm gonna say a, a shout out to the Denton County Collective and the unsigned countdown. And Adam has a beard. You guys, you guys actually created the template for what we're doing across the country, and it's so fucking cool. I love it. I will, can't wait to get back. Can't wait to get back to uh, the unsigned countdown and uh... right. Oh yeah, I, I did want to say that. Hey, anybody listening, if you're interested in having music conversations, we can just do that. We'll just put it on the unsigned countdown because I know you know a lot of great musicians. You know, hundred percent. Oh, and what really sucks, it really brought me down, man. As you told me, Roy closed. You know what I mean? And I I never got to talk to Uncle Roy. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know. Shout out to Uncle Wayne, you know, my brother Wayne. Uncle, I'm sorry, Uncle Wayne. Yeah. yeah it's a, the, the store was called Uncle Roy's Music, and it was two brothers Thank who ran it Uncle Ray and Uncle Wayne. And both of those guys are, you know, U- Uncle Ray's uh, got this mentality of, you know, he, he'll ask you a question and see your answer and then correct you, <clears throat> excuse me, and, and teach you. Yeah. And brother Wayne, he is just a fantastic fucking dude. 
that dude has always been so grounding. There's been some shit going on in my life. And I go in there to the, into a music shop. You, and you, it's rare to find somebody where you can just connect with these people. You go into that music shop, man, and it was just like conversation. And then, by the way, I'm like, all right, man, well, I got to go. He's like, hey, did you need something? I'm like, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it was like that. But he never he, – he was never pushy on – Anything. Yeah. If you ask him about music products, he'll explain it to you and gave you the reason why as to what they did. You know, same as same as his brother, uh, Uncle Ray. You know, they were just like very knowledgeable, and it sucks that they're gone. But but we're still friends, yeah. and that's a fantastic thing. You know, Good. I mean, we're still they have time to talk now. Yep. Heck yeah. Yep. That'd and an cool in, an interest on. an interesting request. I have a friend, you know, Savannah, and she's she's a teenager, and she just started getting into vinyls. And she's buying like, she's just listening to like Led Zeppelin and just like all the classics. And I told her, I was like, no, we got to get you some in Meridian Parkway. You know what I mean? So, hey, bands, I want albums. So let me know. If you're a band, you have an album that you can actually send. Yeah, I want to get this girl some some cool records. I told her, I was like, I'm going to get you a Meridian Parkway shirt because no one else in North Carolina is going to have that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she's my she's my friend's daughter and I love the fact that she's getting into the music like that, you know. Yeah, dude, yeah, and tell her too, man. Something I wish that somebody would have told me when I was coming up into the music situation. Listen to some of the older stuff and appreciate Ooh, what, what you're doing. Because yeah. you'll end up like me, where I don't listen to didn't listen to the older shit and I didn't give a shit about it. I kind of still right. do, kind of still don't, you know. You know, right. that's where we disagree on Black Sabbath. You're like, fuck them. And I'm like, they're they're the band. Yep. They're the godfathers <laughs> of, of, of this heavy doom yeah. metal. And I just never got into them. I did for a little bit. And then I was just like, yeah, no. Yeah. And I'm going to say I bought the new Incubus uh, CD. I wouldn't buy that. Don't buy that. No. Dude, I no. tell you it's, what. It's, it's super uh, generic. Super just generic. And I hate it. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really listened to any of their stuff since high school actually they had a new song come out a couple years ago this is decent but not like back in the early 2000s when they were just freaking awesome just just mind just mind-boggling tunes and chords and all that stuff right ambient tunes for sure yeah man they just chill just chill out yep every episode i always try to give a a musical some kind of music to listen to thank god i've been leading him into this for like five minutes now. yeah <laughs> speak up Adam. so the album of the week the album of the fucking week that'll decimate all right now is the new lamb of god the new lamb of god is fucking awesome with that new drummer i can't remember his name for the fucking life of me because chris adler's out you know is he is the isn't the lead singer in prison still or he's no. out or is that the drummer that was the lead singer it was randy Blythe. Is it, and he's still in prison no he's been out oh, oh awesome yeah he's been out for uh for a long time actually he was there for you know because they believed he incited the riot so they put him imprisoned him and then they wrote that strum strum drang i think in one second mispronouncing it but uh, he's been out for a while now and so during this whole quarantine session, they went and got a new drummer and they got themselves a brand new album and it fucking slays. It fucking lays down like they used to. And I mean, it's just like from beginning to end, I've listened to it. You know, I didn't even realize that I was listening to it 
three times, four times, man. And it was that fucking good. It was just fantastic. It is fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. Go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, go check that out. I want to give one more shout out to awesome, awesome guy. Uh, he's an actor. Uh, I met him through Instagram. Uh, Chad Michael Collins. He plays Alex in Call of Duty. Tango three um, one. Yes, he's just he's the most humble person I've ever met, and he's all about the Jarvis. He calls us the Jarvis clan. He plays with uh, Max and Liam, and I get to play with. I get to nerd out a little bit with him, and uh, he just <laughs> yeah. he sent it. Well, you know, we're conversating all the time. Um, he's gonna come on our our podcast. He, he's he's psyched about that. Uh, he just released. They just released his new movie. It's uh, from the Sniper series with uh, Tom Berenger originally started it. And uh, it's Sniper uh, Assassins in. Me and the boys got to watch it the other day. It's just a, it's just a fun, fun movie. And they actually, I, I couldn't, re- I couldn't hear it quite. I had to ask them, but they said they referenced Aberdeen, Washington, in one of the scenes. I was like, did did, did I hear that right? <laughs> Aberdeen, Washington. I live thirty minutes. I was like, dude. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man. Home of Kurt Cobain. Like I was like, dude. Man. Like he's just the super, just humble. You know, he doesn't care that he's not. He's just a normal human being. And he plays with his fans, and he's all about just chatting them up. Doesn't care about talking about himself. He wants to know about you, and just a super cool human being. And kind of got me out of my little funk where you know I've been sitting at home for I don't know since since early May, just kind of in a funk, not having a job and stuff, and uh, just conversating with him. He's he's kind of brought me up. Tango three one, shout out, brother. Come on out. That's right. Come on out. Edge your boy on Xbox Live, by the way, uh, John Denver. John F. Denver. Is that your is that your name? That's my gamer tag, son. <laughs> that has been forever too, right? So just, forever. just John Denver. John one word. John F. Denver. You know what the F stands for? Fucking fabulous. Oh, that's close. That's close. Well, take it easy, bro. <laughs> yeah, my, my bad. We don't fucking use bad fucking words. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck shot. There, there, there are a couple of rooms over. They can't hear. Yeah, me. they can't hear us. You know what? John F. Denver on the Xbox Live, dude. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add you after this. Uh, so mine is Hawk Soul. It's Hawk S O L. Dude, one word. Hell yeah, dude. Let's hey. let's get down. We'll play with uh, Chad. Dude, let's do it, dude. Let's fucking do podcast. it. I'm a nerd out, dude. I love being a fucking nerd, dude. And then one thing. Oh, I do too, man. It's. Yeah. it's it's therapy to me to play to play video games and then you're playing with your friends so, i mean it's yep. just and your kids dude i mean yeah dude i was like i learned one thing with his head injuries dude is the like hand-eye coordination and video games did that for me growing up and never had a system but xbox live you know what i mean it's now it's not the thing so we'll fucking nerd out jason i'm sorry that you don't yes. play video games <laughs> you, you could hey you can always start you can always never too soon yes never too late new xbox is coming out uh i was talking to somebody i was talking to somebody and and she's like what are you doing and i was like well i was i was recording something about the hr1 bill but then i got sidetracked starting to write the script for incel but then my buddy was like hey here's the login so you can create a brand new social network for denton county coalition (laughs) i was like so i don't know what's going on you know <laughs> so you're boom you're, you're time right? is everywhere dude and I, and that was just like at 10 o'clock at night exactly, <laughs> you know? and i want to thank you especially jason because you know what all the all the all the shit that we do all the shit talking that we do all the talking that we do 
all the time right. and all the audio and everything that you have in the hours and hours and hours and hours and hours that you put into this show mm-hmm. is possible because of you, brother. I'm a hundred percent, you know, you're sure public access America, yeah. but you know what? You are public access America. You are what makes right. Adam has a beard possible. You are what makes Aww. us sound good. You you're the, what inspires us. You inspire me, bro, personally. Thanks. So thank you, my dude. I love you, buddy. I love you. I'll take. I'll take it. I'll, I love you too. I'll take it. No, yeah, yes, you will. thank you. Take it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, take it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> With that, you know what? Thank you for everybody listening. Yes. But I do. I, I do. I do want to say, you know, Adam, this is your creative vision, and which wasn't the vision I had originally. So this is because of you that it's shaped this way. And honestly, like I told you about Sean, he brings the topics. I don't. <laughs> so you know, so shout out to shout out to Sean. I can I can produce a podcast, but I can't come up with like the the issues on the spot like hunting whales. I am so focused on hunting seals, so focused on it. Maria Cantwell, so focused on yeah, it. Go do you Maria Cartwell. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Herrera Butler. You, there you she, she's the one who uh, I believe she is one of the ones as well who did that. And then uh, I actually looked it up. She she is the uh, representative for my district. Nice. Return some emails that are district representative. Yes, yes please. That's a please. question. I have a question. <laughs> I have a nice. question. One question. Just one. Love you guys. I love you too. Hey. And thank you for the opportunity. This is this is another therapy for me that got me out of my darkness as well. I know, brother. I got you. Boom. This is just, <laughs> just fun. Do some shooting, bro. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to Adam Has the Beard, produced and distributed by Public Access America, sponsored by Trio Board Skate Shop on Instagram, the Boho Soul on Instagram, and a Refined Man Barbershop on Instagram. We also want to welcome the Denton County Collective to the family of Public Access America. Thank you for listening.